0: Welcome back to the Woods Cast. I am Justin coming to you from Chicago Land, and this is a podcast where two dudes, our total brothers, have three drinks to make us feel okay, then have three more just for good measure, and shout about the shit that's bothering us out in the news. With me, per the usual, is my brother, Shay. What's going on, Shay? I'm a 30-something white guy, and I've got opinions, goddammit. Right. We will do this podcast until Tucker Carlson dies, because his, his <laughs> shitty hot takes can't be the only white dudes out there yeah, coming up with shitty exactly. hot takes. Exactly. Um, we're never going to make as much money as that fucker, but God damn it. He's so bad too. Oh, he's so, so bad at what he does, but whatever. Um, so uh, Shay, I guess you're settled into homeownership. Uh, mm-hmm. you're, uh, thoroughly frustrated with all the things you said were turnkey and have to fix now.
1: Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's always uh, good. I can see one, two, three, four outlets of the five in my kitchen don't currently work there and they worked last week. I have no idea what happened.
0: Uh, I learned when I when we bought our first home that all of the electrical um, outlets were mislabeled. That's awesome. I learned that by turning off a breaker I thought was for the living room, going in there and using my hand to pull a uh, outlet out and getting a very good (laughs) vibration from (laughs) it. Zap! Like it didn't hit me hard enough to hurt, but like my fingers started to vibrate. I was like, "Well, that's not good. That's not how that's supposed to work." No, 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 no. That's not so. Yeah, so no, that's 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 always good. And and someday you'll be able to pawn off those. uh, Bullshit things on some other asshole. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. You'll get him to pay you money and you'll be like, I wonder if you found all that shit that I, I, I duct tape in the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh, we are recording this. What the hell's today? Today is Monday, April 11th. Been a while since we've done this, but. Um, I think you traveled for work and then I traveled for work yep. and then I was busy we, we had a lot of video games to play, I guess is what we should say.
1: That, yeah well, let me tell you well, you know what I learned um, because it's it's, it's, this, you know, it's a new experience to me. I'm flying to different cities. I'm, I'm, I'm visiting different vendors and things like that you know kissing butts and getting my butt kissed. Uh, right, but yeah. if you if you want to know what it's like to be in the movie Escape from New York, Go to downtown Portland, Oregon. I have never seen a city in a worse state than that fucking city. <laughs>
0: it's so bad. I spent some time Fun in 10, Baltimore. 10. It was pretty oh, uh,
1: dude. Yeah. Pretty touch
0: and go. There's um the thing that cracked me up about Baltimore, which they have a, a crazy homeless, homeless problem and crime. That's Portland's problem. Crime is pretty bad, too. And they had these little, they look like gumball machines, but they're machines. They're like, hey, please don't give money to the homeless. It makes them hang out if you'll just put your money in this machine, we'll make sure they have places to sleep and eat and get them off the streets. So I was like, well that's in on one hand practical and also really really fucking messed up.
1: Yeah. You know, I'll be honest, based on what I know about government, I don't trust that that money's being used. No, I don't. Know. Oh, but, you know, makes me feel good.
0: There have been studies after studies after studies that have proven that the best way to help the extremely impoverished is to just give them fucking money. Like yeah. they know how to spend it better than you do. Like the mayor of Baltimore does not know how to get you know Joe Bob, um, you know Smith over here off the corner. He knows what he needs. You know if he just has the you know funds, they they just over and over again spend like find poor people and give them more money. They, they're better off. Just you know, just yeah. Slow. It's got this weird thing where when you can eat, it's you feel uh, better. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Mm. All right. So, um, like I said, it's Monday of uh, uh, April eleventh. What are the numbers this week? we got quite a bit of numbers. I, I I don't know what you're drinking, Shay. I've got beers in a can here like a goddamn pilgrim because the, uh, the keg popped. And I said I'd get beer. Rachel said she'd get beer. Um, long story short, we have three cases of beer. And so i got to get through that before we get another keg. So if you hear some cans uh, cracking, that's because... I'm living in the 1800s
1: yeah i am i'm drinking uh just uh amber right now from asher brewing company no, uh, fine fine organic ales uh chris asher feel free to sponsor the podcast and give me free beer if you want yep. um yep. he won't uh, well but, he can give uh, you yeah.
0: free beer and i if i can just have a free tab when i visit we'll call it a wash yeah that's fair yeah um so yeah so and, and we we cover this so you know why we sound like assholes here in like 40 minutes but mm-hmm. um There you go. Um, That's part of it, anyway. I know. Part of it, yeah. Uh, Okay. Picking up. Okay, we are in the 446th day of the Biden administration. It has been 460 days since the last attempt to overthrow a free and fair election. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that. Biden still has shitty poll numbers, but uh, just to make sure everybody is paying attention, Biden is... According to 538, Biden is one and a half percent points over where Donald Trump was at this time, and according to Gallup, he is uh, three three percent points above of Donald Trump. I love hearing that, like, oh, yeah, Biden has the shittiest poll numbers. He should just resign. Well, Trumps were five points worse than this right now, Dick Dick Hol. So, um, what do you say about that? But they don't care about facts. So, um, it has been seven seven hundred sixty one days since we declared a. Um, global pandemic it has been three thousand nine hundred and twenty-six days since george rr R. R. martin's fat ass wrote a book um that's never going to happen and it oh will... no he's never going to yeah. that.
1: and i think we've had this discussion before how old is he now oh
0: he's he's i don't care how old he is he's not in good health he's just he's no well i mean he's, he's not tall. well
1: when you're when you're his age and uh you're not in good health that's right. an issue I, well, I remember you talking about when um he's 73 uh, when good. Stephen King wa- hadn't finished The Dark Tower yet talking about how if he didn't finish The Dark Tower before he died you were going to track down his family and kick all his family's dogs I was going to shave his dog and beat
0: the shit out of his grandmother um, that's it but uh yeah I mean yeah well, he, he finished it uh, in his
1: own way um I mean, he finished it like Stephen King finishes. Any exactly. Book, I love the fact that if that's... you're a Stephen if you're a Stephen King fan, you just resign yourself to that. You're All like, right. man, this is a great book. Ending's going to suck, though. Yeah. It.
0: And I love how I love how Stephen King has has really been like really braced. it. He's like, man, I write a great cliffhanger, shitty endings, shitty endings.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> I know he has one quote where he's talking about. It, he's like, like someone asked him, like, "What's your response to people who complain about is your the endings in your book?" He's like, "Well, the shitty endings have bought me a lot of nice houses." So yeah. <laughs>
0: I told you about I, I I know I've told you before, but my uh um the girl who loved Tom Tom Jones or, yeah he's the girl who loved Tom uh, Tom Gordon I think that's it girl who loved Tom Gordon yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a um pretty short book maybe two two hundred fifty pages about a, a young girl who goes who's obsessed with this um baseball player Tom Gordon I think that's the name of everybody I'm sorry if I'm messing up it's been decades since I read it. But she's obsessed with this baseball player. She gets separated from her mom and her brother and spends, you know, three or four days alone and in the woods. You know, she does all the classic tropes of drinking bad water, eating bad berries she shouldn't have. So she's got to shit herself. And there's this theme that something's following her in in the woods. At first, you think she's just hallucinating. Then you find out that there is actually some kind of a demon out there. Um, stalking her trying you know wanting to kill her and so she decides you know with the last of her energy um she's going to stand up and deliver against this demon it ends up being a demon inside of a bear and uh, i had to take a whiz at this point in the book there's like five pages left right so i get up take a whiz and i'm like sitting there whizzing thinking okay justin you're a famous writer now people are going to pay you to write this book how do you end it i was like well the easy way would be like as the bear and this woman are staring each other down a hunter stumbles out of the woods sees a bear and shoots it dead and that's the end of the book i was like yeah, that's pretty shitty god damn it if stephen King didn't do that two pages later and i wanted i was like this fucker owes me money he stole my <laughs>
1: idea um what was uh, the ending to the outsider wasn't terrible no like but, I mean, but didn't they basically just, like, hit the monster with a sack of hammers or something, like, and they killed it? Like, but there was actual resolution, but it was that same uh, kind of thing. Like, but, I mean, fucking The Stand yeah. is, like, 3,000 pages, and the whole story gets wrapped up in, just like, goes two, two paragraphs. Yeah, just, poof. Yeah.
0: No. All right. Well, George R.R. R. Martin, you're on the— Well, even George R. R. Martin has even said, like, yeah, I've gotten distracted by the show and da-da-da. Now he wants to start doing video games. Fucker. Right. Just do what everybody else
1: does. Pass it off to Brandon Sanderson. There
0: you go.
1: And He'll fix it.
0: <clears throat> okay. On this, on on pretty much the same time frame, um, uh, Will Smith is not allowed back at the Oscars for three uh, three thousand six hundred fifty days. <laughs> uh, no, no shit about that shit that. was awesome. <laughs> um, and then finally, as always, uh, would like to um, would like to congratulate Rush Limbaugh on being clean and sober for four hundred eighteen days. That joke's still funny
1: because he's still dead. Mm-hmm. yep oh, man we're gonna we're gonna fucking feel real bad if he ever comes back from the dead well no but
0: well and the uh the thing to talk about there is like somebody posted um it was it wasn't on his year anniversary it was like a year and a month later somebody posted they're like hey do you notice how you don't hear anything about Russell ball because he didn't do anything that fucking mattered like the second he died everything he said just disappeared like a fart in the wind like it's pretty true because once his spot was replaced, nobody gave a shit about Rush Limbaugh. No, of course not. No. Um, all right. Uh, COVID-19 woofuckery. We have 82 million. I'm sorry. 82.1 million U.S. cases. We cracked the 1 million mark while 1,012,152 deaths as of today. Uh, for those of you keeping track, that's 337 911s, or as we say here in the woods, cast 253 kilo Benghazis. Um. Vaccine rate is holding right at sixty-five point eight percent for fully vaccinated in the U.S. Really like to see that get up to like seventy-five percent, but I think that's just hit the fucking wall. I think there's forty percent of Americans that are gonna believe it's a, uh, um, some type of uh, gene editing death shot until they die of COVID. I guess I don't, I don't know what the fuck to tell them anymore. It's pretty pretty annoying, but uh, we had we did have in this past week. We did have a big report on ivermectin. Now, Shay, you remember ivermectin was supposed to be the cure-all for COVID. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to you take it early, you take it during, take it after. It supposed to cure COVID. Um, so large clinical studies show that it had absolutely nothing to do with COVID, did not do any positive or negative side effects in large-scale trials. And all of those dickheads like Joe Rogan and the Weinstein brothers are still out there saying that if they'll just let you take ivermectin, COVID would go away, which is fantastic. I mean, I could have told you that. Right. But it not being a thing. Oh, I mean, we... If, if everybody remembers back to... Oh, God, Shay, what? The mid-2020, early 2020? Um, there was some early data that showed that ivermectin could kill COVID in a test tube. Or, you know, in, in vitro, in, in, a, in a little sample. But you had to put so much ivermectin in there to kill covid that uh, you couldn't give it to a human that that dose that dose of uh, ivermectin would harm a human so everyone's like see it kills covid it's like yeah but it also kills people you know if you fill that tested up with bleach too it the fuck covid but we can't drink bleach so no matter how much donald trump wanted us to um so that was where it really came like kicked off um but i, I will say one thing that I, I noticed and like everything in covid seems to be going in the right direction right now i mean there, there's some cities where the covid um What's the new one? B2A or something. Um, the new Omicron variant. is starting to spike up in cities, but we expected that. Um, if everybody will just stay vaccinated, we'll be we good to go. But uh, I was listening to the Doom podcast with Matt Bender, and he interviewed a Dr. Eric Osgood. Um, do you remember that frontline doctors group that was, like, super crazy when COVID was really uh, scaring the shit out of everybody?
1: I think.
0: The, the, <laughs> um, Vaguely, they had, yeah. Well, they had the one doctor who said that, like, People are having sex with demons and that's why they get cancer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, this this Dr. Osgood was in involved with them and he was like, Hey, I'm gonna try everything we can possibly do to stop COVID, because that's what I do as a doctor. He's like, There's some evidence, not great evidence, that that ivermectin might work. Also evidence it might not. So let's just go with it. If it's not gonna hurt my patients, Let's just go with it and see what happens. And then as soon as the vaccines rolled out, he's like, all right, hot damn, everybody, let's do vaccines. And that group was like, no, 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 vaccines are bad. We got to stay with ivermectin. He's like, you all are idiots. And, and so he left. Like, he, he dropped with them. But, yeah, uh, Michael, uh, Michael, uh, Matt Bender at Doomed interviewed him. And he said one of the most, one of the most interesting things that I hadn't heard about COVID. And um, if, you've, if you've ever listened to people talk about ivermectin, they talk about how there's this like 15 or 20 or 50% reduction in deaths. And they say it they always say it came from a Brazilian study. Well this doctor Osgood was pointing out that yeah, it works because okay, in this in these Brazilian countries where they studied, there's this parasitic worm that everybody just fucking gets. Like you're an adult there, you have this worm, and your immune system can keep it at bay, it just lives in your gut, no harm, no foul, it's just there. But if your immune system's compromised, aka like if you get COVID, that worm goes nuts and kills you very quickly. So people there were given out of to kill the worm so that COVID didn't kill them. And they conflated that as a like 50% in or drop in deaths. But like, we don't have that worm in the States. So there's no comparison. And I was like, well, I never fucking heard that. That's interesting as hell. Huh? Yeah. yeah. i never heard that either. But so like, that's an example of like, you know, since we don't have that same worm, they were just giving everybody Ivermectin over there to kill the worm. So in case you got COVID, because they said that any type of, uh, anything that put a strain on our immune system, that worm would go nuts. And, and it was very lethal. And so they would give everybody ivermectin to make sure the worm didn't kill them if they got COVID. It had nothing to do with COVID. And I was like, well, that's amazing. And, hey, YouTube, ivermectin still bullshit. Don't fuck with us. God damn it. But um, Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's an example of how you can take, like, a little factoid that the people in Brazil, half of them didn't die if they got ivermectin and have absolutely no fucking connection to covid or the ivermectin attacking the covid but instead the ivermectin attacking a worm inside them which is exactly what ivermectin is supposed to do it's watched used all over the you know the globe for that so you don't have worms in your butt and having worms in your butt does not sound great no nope, no nope, no nope. definitely does not sound like a, a good friday no absolutely not all right but i mean i mean i'm vaccinated boosted i'm not too worried about covid anymore I mean i plan on getting a booster maybe this fall are you able to i mean they're, they're saying everybody sh- will probably that's probably Well, no, I, well I just
1: i know they're saying the uh, the last thing i heard is the whoever is in charge of these things is like yo if you're old get one but younger right. people don't need to but are, are you are you can cons- no you're not considered immunocompromised because you had a nah. kidney removed no that's but i think i
0: think i think it'll be much like the flu we did, yeah. I mean, well, eventually we'll get
1: there. With well, it'll be once a year, like the flu. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, man. If the okay. government keeps paying for my shots, I'll fucking keep getting them. I have put way more questionable things into my bloodstream than those vaccines in my day, so right. that's totally fine. Well, yeah, but it, I, I've said that before. I've got friends that won't get vaccinated. Then I get I watch them do <laughs> fucking <line> of cocaine <laughs> off a trash can lid behind a bar. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. I'll see where you're at. Yeah, I see you're an idiot. No,
0: yeah, and um. I mean, now that we have, I mean, I remember before when the vaccines were scarce, when we had produce, but now we get them falling out of our ass here. So you walk into a Walgreens, and like, yeah, I want a vaccine. They're like, Okay.
1: Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, here you go. Be ready to feel like shit in about 12 hours. Yep. the I, You know, one of the best things about the COVID vaccine is it's just kind of accepted. You're going to feel like shit afterwards, which uh-huh. most people do. And I mean, I had some soreness, but now every time, I like the last time I got vaccinated, I was like, yeah, I got vaccinated yesterday. I can't work today. And I just fucking watch TV all day. I I don't get I really don't get sick that often and so
0: I, I will be very honest that level of like chills and fevers fever type symptoms just fucking wrecked me I I was the biggest baby
1: i think i had the first the very first shot i got i felt really fucking bad but i think that's from what my doctors told me that's probably because i actually because i got it less than a month at about a month after i got over covid so like that was like my second booster which is the one that normally fucks Mm -hmm. people up then everyone after that i haven't felt too bad except i was tired and it it really does feel like someone tried to rip my arm out of the socket that's the biggest thing i get a lot of inflammation around that joint in my shoulder but yeah you know you're not dead that's true. I'm not
0: dead. Did you hear about that guy that did, like, 90 of them? <laughs> Wasn't he? Yeah. Wasn't he, like, he was, like, getting paid or something? Like Yeah, I don't well, remember, like, he, yeah. he, yeah, I don't remember he was his going in... He was on, like, his 93rd COVID vaccine. And what he was doing is he was, I guess, technically giving... He was getting his COVID um vac- vaccination card full, like, fully vaccinated. And then he'd sell that card to somebody else, and they'll get, go get three more vaccinations. And he just kept doing That's this.
1: That's fucking hysterical. Right. And so, like, I mean, all- I wonder...
0: Huh. I wonder how that feel. I guess after a certain point, you probably don't even feel it. Well, I mean, in in the article they said, now clearly we have no idea what the long term um, health effects will be. He's like, yeah, of course, he's not dead. All the fuckers on on uh, all the fuckers I know that are telling me on Facebook that the third the third COVID jab would uh, would kill me. This guy's got ninety three of them. He's walking around. He's over. He's yeah. he's walking around. He's slinging fake mm-hmm. COVID cars. He's doing okay.
1: You know, it's not right, but I respect the hustle. I, did, I know. I know. I I'm like, get... dude, you got, you know, it's like, that's fucked up. But, like, there's part of me that's like, well, you shouldn't do that. But then there's another part of me that's like, this guy gets it. This guy gets it. That's a damn <laughs> good idea. Is ca- that is capitalism at its purest form is what that is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, listen, I saw demand. I supplied. What do you want there me to do? There you
0: go. Um, well, speaking of capitalism and supply and demand, have you looked into and or heard anything about Donald Trump's new – Twitter killer truth oh, social Oh dude
1: I you know I you know I kind of go in and out of I go through phases where like I pay really close attention to what's going on and then I kind of drift off and I either only talk to you about it or i might – you know, now I've come back around. So I'm like, every morning I get up and I check the Associated Press to see how shitty the world is and all that stuff. But uh, the answer to that question is yes. I when I heard he was going to launch that, I was like, this is going to be awesome because honestly, my whole plan was to register and get on there and try to talk to crazy people, but I was never able to get it to fucking exactly. Work.
0: And apparently, neither was anybody else. Exactly. So the one's <laughs> and like cast- the, guy, the CEO
1: of that company took it off his resume. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and and
0: so. So for those of you not in the know, because probably you haven't heard about True Social because it's a flaming shit pile of a disaster, is that Donald Trump was kicked off of of Donald Trump was kicked off of Twitter back in um, 2020 after after the January 6th riot insurrection, whatever you want to call it, um, because he you know quote unquote inflamed those tensions. Twitter was like, you can't have this, so it kicked him off. They are trying to say that that is censorship, but anybody with half an ass knows that the First Amendment only um, only applies to the government censoring you, not, yes. not companies. But, um, so Donald Trump uh, made noises forever that he was going to start his own Twitter with blackjack and hookers, and it was going to be cool, and you all were going to want to join it. And then they launched it, and first of all, it stumbled, it tripped over its own dick right out of the gate. They, they won. it's only for Apple, two... You can't look at it on a website like I, I I've got I've got Facebook open in this other window just because Shay and I were uh, that's how I sent Shay the link for the Zoom link I sent it to him a messenger like I got Facebook open right here you can look at that shit on a the website there is no true social website which is fucking amazing that they haven't done that yet um, also it's like I said it's just for Apple Android users can't get it and if you do sign up for it like let's just say Shay Shay you don't have an Apple do you you have an Android right Hell no. Yeah, no, I've got an Android. Right. See, Shay and I couldn't be on it either. Anyway, I was gonna hop on because um, the WoodsCast is on all kinds of that dumb shit, just so I can get on there, like Shay said, talk to crazy people. Um, but yeah, you just can't get on it. Um, the two, the head of technology and the head of uh, product development, they just quit. Um, somebody that wouldn't go on record said, if they're gone, it's you know, it's it's done deal. It's a done deal. We're done. Like that, you know. There's there's no there's no going up from here, um, uh, Devin Nunes, the former congressman and complete jackass, like he's running it, like it's just going nowhere. And the one thing that tells you how shitty this is is Trump has not posted on. It. Trump sent like this one post that was like, "Hey everybody, your favorite president will be on here shortly to tell you." Know. It was some really generic ass thing. Let's see if I can find it. His uh. Here's, uh... He, yeah, I, I hate to interrupt you. Uh, get ready, your favorite president will see you soon, and that's the that was the first and last thing Donald Trump said on True Social. Oh yeah,
1: he's only said one thing on there. I yeah. remember reading that. FYI, they call
0: it Truthing. They call it when if you send a message or post, it's called Truthing, which is the worst branding ever. That's that makes me angry. I mean, we we named a fucking podcast after our last names, and that we thought that was a fucking you know marketing genius. These people come up with Truthing like an idiots. Um. But yeah, it's going nowhere. Um, Donald Trump has, is, of course, throwing fits behind the scenes, just really mad at everybody. And he said that he won't get on it until it's number one because, you know, it's all about vanity. He's got to be on the biggest, best thing. Yeah. But it's his fucking social – like, you got, if it's your flagship thing, you got to get out there and hustle and get it going. Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, it's funny. I may have even mentioned this before. I'm sure I have, but it's been so long since we've done this and, you know, alcohol. Um, yeah. I alcohol uh, alcohol,
0: you know, the, alcohol helps with the mind mind pain.
1: It does. Yeah, <laughs> it uh, it sharpens it. Um. One of the things some I some fucking other podcast that's way better than ours had said um, was talking about how like the problem that you have with true social is that like. Twitter works because you have a bunch of different competing viewpoints on Twitter, right. and when you get into an argument on Twitter, it results in some really funny-ass shit getting said. Like, it's stuff that will make the news, you know, like when, you know, somebody rescues a bunch of kids from a mine, and then Elon Musk calls that person a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's the kind yeah. of shit that gets you on the news, And but when everyone is just like, Democrats are evil. Yup. Yeah, and then that's the just consent crickets. Like that's just that nobody cares. No one wants to watch it, but it's a circle jerk, and no one wants to. That's not interesting. There's no conflict there. Um, the only conflict is you know, uh, uh, people trying to out conservative each other. You know, uh, but it's it, yeah. So that it's just it was it was doomed to fail. Like you can like the guy was like, yeah, this is going to happen. A bunch of people are going to slap it first because they're curious, and they're going to see it's boring, and they're never going to go back, or it's just not going to work at all. And that's exactly what happened. Both of those things happened.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that was also a, not only is that spot on to what happened to True Social, but everybody could see it coming because it's what happened to the three preceding alt-right social media so like when and a bunch of his businesses and casinos right, didn't yeah. work out either so yeah. <laughs> the, it's fun to run down the list of things that donald trump has slapped his name on and they have just gone right down the shitter just gone tits up
1: well okay so what are the other ones there was uh there's a vineyard there are trump steaks which i think oh is no i best. mean other social media platforms oh, there was
0: well you got telegram you've got, you got gab
1: the, yeah gab telegram telegram is the one that as i i i I tried, I got on and was trying to talk to like Mark DeSantis or something on there and, and it just never went anywhere. Cause it's like telegram is it's the one posted. that basically, yeah. But it's also act, it acts like parts of it act like a, almost like a big chat room or whatever, where they uh-huh. just throw messages out to you and you can comment on it, but it's not, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. So, Barler, so yeah. this,
0: this all, this all came from Twitter's um, crackdown of basically white nationalism and, and Nazi anti-Semitic groups in Facebook and YouTube when they started cracking down and kicking these people off their platforms they created their own platforms telegram was the first one so like if you were a soft Nazi and got kicked off Facebook you went to telegram and I did the same thing I got on hoping to tell Milo Yiannopoulos how much of a, a, a knob he was and um but you couldn't really interact directly with them. you could just read the shit they were posting yes. back and forth um no, I mean, I'm not saying that there was any back and forth with Trump on Twitter. Like, he would post what he wanted to post. He'd retweet what he wanted to tweet. And I guarantee you, he didn't read a fucking word else that was on Twitter. Um, but, uh, so yeah, you get your soft Nazi, you get you, your little Nazi muffin, you get kicked off Twitter, you go to Telegram. Um, I hopped up there for, trying to talk to Milo Yiannopoulos and tell him his book was terrible. And I found, like, when I hopped on, they like, hey, do you want to talk to your friends John Maddie and Katie Maddie? I'm like. Hey, guys, why, why are you on the Nazi website? I know yeah. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was like, all right, well, that's not a big deal. Um, but uh, they, they said they used it to – they just used it as a different messenger. And I was like, all right, that'll work. And um, But then after everybody and, – and so each one of these new um, social medias will say, like, we are the free of speech. And then they realize real quick that if there are no guardrails, shit will happen on there that will make Hitler blush – yeah, and like whoa, and then yeah. so you know, so every they start having to like throw in some blocks, and then that that's when people are like, well, this isn't free anymore, and they hop to the next thing. So like we went Telegram, and then I think we went Gab, and then I think Parler. I don't think Parler went fucking anywhere. Gab is still around, but that guy is just a toad. Like he is his his whole shit sucks. Like whenever um me, uh, media and like um. Uh, Silicon Valley people start critiquing these things. They're like, Gab doesn't even work. Like, me shouting into a tin can works better than fucking Gab. And I was like, and then there's Getter. And Getter seems to be the one that's taking, getting a little bit more traction now. But that one's also sputtering to nowhere. Um, I don't think I've heard of that one. Yeah, Getter's the one that's done by one of Trump's old aides. like something Miller. Stephen um, Miller? Nah, not him. It's a different one. But, yeah, but they, they all have the same problem you, you were talking about, Shay. They get on there, and there's no liberals to fight with. Yeah. And I'm saying that as a man that was once invited to a cookout just so we could argue politics. Like, I was sitting around my house on a Saturday, and, like, a friend of, friend, a, friend of a friend that I'd, you know, gone to a bunch of parties with, he was like, Hey, Woods, I, I'm in a cookout just down the street from your house. You want to come by? I'm like... Well, I got some stuff to do, but you know, I mean, you could probably come by later. He's like, "Yeah, because like we're all sitting here. and We want to talk politics, but there aren't any Democrats here for us to argue with. We're just we're just agreeing with each other." It's like, "I'll be right the fuck down." Yeah, I'll see you there in a minute.
1: Oh yeah, you bunch of like, idiots.
0: Yeah, a bunch of idiots. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's just funny, and and I, I want to see if Donald Trump is just going to let it you know fizzle out, or if he really will throw some his his.
1: Um... Oh no, he's got to fizzle out. Yeah, I, it'll,
0: I, I mean, I, at this I point, I just don't he... see him putting in the effort.
1: Yeah, well, I would have thought he would. Uh... He would try to do something with it because he needs some sort of outlet for when he runs for a re-election in 2024 because right. he's not going to get to use fucking Twitter. Well, so. that's
0: that's the other question that's hanging out there like a, a slow-pitch softball, and that's, if he runs again, there would be a good, there would be a enough of an argument that, hey, it's a disadvantage to him because he's not on Twitter as a presidential candidate. Like, if he runs against the nomination, there will be so much pressure on Twitter to put him back on Twitter but then also, I they would be like... They don't fucking have to, though. Exactly. Exactly. They don't have to. And this whole thing with Elon Musk, gonna get on the board, then not he's get not. on the board.
1: Yeah, he's he, not. Yeah, he turned it
0: down. Yeah, because they probably had some, like, rules, like, hey, you can't say shit like this on our platform. He'd be like, well, that's all
1: I do, is I say shit on your platform. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, too, is like, what does he give a fuck? Right. Like, right. like yeah, like, that, that, that's gotta be, like one of the best parts about being the richest man on the planet is like, you can't be on our board. Okay. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) You know, go suck it. You know, he's got like 85 million followers or some bullshit. (laughs) And uh, just as a side note, working in the industry that I work at, we have a lot of, like a lot of people that work for us used to work for SpaceX. So I have a lot of people that will give me these hilarious firsthand anecdotes of interacting with him and what a fucking asshole he is but i think my favorite one is one of uh, the people i work with was in the assembly uh, area of spacex and elon walked through because it's his company mhm he and he's elon musk you know who he is he didn't have any of his id badge or anything and she intentionally stopped him and called security on elon musk nice. in his own company because he did not have a badge nice. and and and, and <laughs> i was like ah that's the best. yeah he, d- he didn't think it was funny, but oh, I can imagine. But like,
0: I remember when Elon Musk was beginning to get traction as a you know a tech bro, and I heard about what he wanted to do, and I was like, okay, that's cool, but other people have done that. And they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, I mean, I just know that there's been people throwing these ideas against the wall for a while now. No big deal. Like you know, if he wants to do it, great. And so then I looked him up and I was like, oh, so he went to grad school for, he's one of these dicks that went to grad school for a couple of weeks. And we like, oh, I don't need this. I'm smart enough as it is. And then just. Well, made,
1: it also doesn't hurt if your parent, if you're born rich and your parents buy you an emerald mine. Yeah.
0: If you have an emerald mine in your back pocket, that helps. That helps too. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not to say that, I mean, not to say that it's not a a valid business tactic to just hire all the people that know the shit you don't
1: well I was gonna say like you know it's weird because there are people I've talked to that think like oh yeah he invented the electric, he invented the Tesla no he fucking didn't he bought the company now Elon Musk has got a good knack for putting the right people in the right positions which is a talent and not anyone can do that Um, but he's not this guy he's not fucking sitting at a a, a CAD program designing rocket engines that's not what he does he hires the people that do that well um, and you know and
0: that's what that's what I, when I learned that he had he has no degree in engineering or anything like that, and he'd gone to grad school for a couple weeks and decided it wasn't for him, I was like, Okay, cool. He's just he's just a financier. That's him. He's the pocket. He's you know, he's the he's the bank. That's all he does. And you know, like you said, he's not sitting there sketching out solutions to the problem. Um, but he, he he gave some interview and you know, some obnoxious thing where he's like, you know, when I was getting when I was getting um, Tesla off the ground, I was in my office 70 hours plus a week. You sleep here. You don't do anything else. You get the company rolling, and then you can be a rock star later. And I was like, yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck, you. fuck your face. Like, everybody can go by and fuck your face because, like, not only are you just the most toxic of fucking, you know, tech bros, but you're doing that well, while I you're sitting be- on an ember mine.
1: I, yeah, I would also believe that's that thing, and, and, you know, you see this a lot in industries like that where um someone's like well i work 80 hours a week i'm like okay you're there on campus 80 hours a there week there you go you're yeah. not working 80 hours you're 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 there in case something comes don't get me wrong you might be working 40 50 60 whatever but like most of the time once you get to the point where you're delegating and you're hiring other people you're not really do, you're not actively engaged 80 hours a week you're present and available for when something happens and then you have those off weeks where you actually are working that much because there's some disaster that needs to mm-hmm. deal with like right. i just i just don't fucking buy that and i've always gone like i've had so many office jobs in my life in tech companies and not one of those office jobs even when i had a team of 15 people underneath me not a single one of them did i actually have 40 hours of work to do but i needed to be available 40 hours a week, which is mm-hmm. a completely different thing. And that's right. exactly what that asshole did. Right.
0: Well, and I, and I will never forget, um, this is kind of on that same vein. Um, we had a undergraduate researcher in our lab for a summer. Um, this kid was an idiot. Um, this kid was playing around with, uh, nitric acid, dropped a whole, a whole, uh, 1.5 gallon bottle of it in the floor. And then was proceeding to mop it up with uh, paper towels and his bare hands. Um, like he was just—he was—he was—he uh, was—he was such a uh, let's just say unique soul, and um, one day my boss, Doctor Long, you know, old school physics um, physicist. Goes on about how when he was in grad school, he studied this many hours a day, and he was he studied from from this time to this time. Then he uh, took thirty minutes off, and then he studied from this time to one a.m. And then he slept for two hours, and he got up and studied, and he started breaking out all the hours he studied and worked and researched and everything, and then he just you know, he's like, and that's what you got to do to get ahead. He walks out of the lab, and this kid goes, "Man, when I go to grad school, I'm gonna be just like Doctor Long." I was like, "You dumbass! Did you add that up?" That's like 175 hours. There's like 192 hours. There's only like 168
1: hours in a week. Like, he's just bullshitting you. This is, that's like when uh the episode of King of the Hill where, where Peggy sits down and does the math of all the shit that Cotton said he did in the war. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, there, and there's no way that he was like, because like half the stuff, he's like, wait, but he would have had to been in two places on opposite right, of the planet right. at the same time. Yeah, no. Hold on. That, Shay. You know.
0: please put a pin in that. We're going to come back to a guy that's just like that later involved in the in the january 6th but put a pin in that god we're gonna get there it's amazing you said that but yeah truth social is going going uh is going to go uh peter up and and, um... oh yeah we were talking about that that's right yeah um okay okay you you mentioned this a little bit earlier and i just want to ask you a, a very direct question while i get a beer here how you know you were saying that you pay attention to the news sometimes and you don't pay attention to the news other times I know for a fact that I pay attention to the more crazy ends of the right wing media spectrum mm-hmm. than you do, just as a as a you know, just general curiosity. When I say Hunter
1: Biden's laptop, what do
0: you know about that? How much of that is uh, how much uh, of that is cracked into your your? I know, like I know that's of one minutes. of those.
1: It's one of those right wing conspiracy things about like it's like Hunter getting money from ukraine or something and there's like it's that thing where like that they said that hunter biden or somebody dropped it off at a repair shop and this guy um repaired it and took copy the hard drive and it was supposed to have all this incriminating shit on it right and it, and it was none of it ever happened because someone in that someone who's that rich doesn't get a laptop repair they just buy a new one and it's and the, the guy didn't have any proof or paperwork or anything like that like it was a whole thing so okay, so that
0: yeah, that's most of it. So back into uh back in twenty twenty, October fourteenth to be exact, um the New York Post um uh, posted the story that um Hunter Biden had le- had abandoned his laptop at some computer repair thing in, in in um in uh New York. Now that I can see, because Hunter Biden's a crackhead, so I can see him just dropping it on and leave it there, um but. They said that it had, you know, like you said, it has all these incriminating emails that say that Hunter Biden was on the take and he was cutting in Joe Biden, and all this. And problem is, is the story's absolutely fucking bogus from from top to bottom. Not that, like, nobody has ever said that like the laptop does, didn't exist. That was that was maybe. Something you could put out there at the beginning. But everybody was like, yeah, I mean, if there's a laptop, great. It probably doesn't have on there what you think it does. Because the sources for this story were Rudolph Giuliani, liar, and Steve Bannon, liar. Yeah. Those are the only two sources for this story. And they somehow had a copy, uh, apparently, when uh, Giuliani showed up at the New York Post. Post, also not a great source here. Very problematic with tabloid-type journalism. Mm -hmm. Um, that leans very hard to the right. Um, so Rudolph Giuliani apparently showed up in the New York post with a paper copy of the hard drive. Now, Shay, how dumb does that sentence sound? What? Yeah. He apparently had a paper. They put that in quotation marks too, a paper copy of the hard drive. So apparently he just had all these emails printed out that he said came from Hunter Biden's laptop. Um, uh Giuliani says he has a copy of the, the hard drive, Bannon says he has a copy of the hard drive. Neither of them will give that up because they know that they they shouldn't legally have that copy. There's no way they should legally have that copy, so they stole it. Um so they won't give that shit up. But the the thing about this is it's it that that one I I don't understand. I tried to get to the bottom of this to see what was real and what wasn't. Um, apparently, all the emails that say that Hunter Biden was getting money by just doing business deals... Well, hold on. Let's, let's be very clear here. Apparently, Joe Biden... Uh, um, apparently, Let me say this very clearly. Apparently, Hunter Biden had apparently gotten jobs that he wouldn't have gotten elsewhere if his last name wasn't Biden. Now, I want to give you a minute to, to really just sink, let that sink in, because that clearly has never happened before. Right, Shay?
1: I'm trying to think of... If- any of the presidents we've had recently had a bunch of their family in the White House. Running around getting deals with China and stuff? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah,
0: so, okay, so nepotism trading on your your, your very famous dad's Well, name. let's
1: be clear. That's not just a Trump thing. That's just a thing in general. Yeah,
0: it's a thing. I mean, okay, so, okay, so Hunter Biden did that, whatever. But they, they were saying that all these emails said that Joe Biden was on the take, too. But at the time when these emails were supposedly happening, Joe Biden wasn't the vice president. He was just a citizen. So, OK. But they still can't prove that. They just say it. Like, they don't show anybody the emails. They just say that in the stories, they're just like, emails now tell us. It's like, OK, all right. Um, so, so this is all very wishy-washy. The story itself ran with two women, uh, two names on it. They're they're both women. I'm trying to find them in my. Uh, I don't care that they're women. It's just that I know they're women. I'm trying to find their names in my outline here. Oh, there's your problem right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So um, the two the, the the byline was shared by Emma Jo Morris, who is the news editor of the New York New York Post, and Gabrielle Fonro, F O N R O U uh, G, Gabrielle Fonro. Um, so those were the people that, that you know wrote the article. Uh, apparently the, the there was another guy that wrote most of the article, but he refused to put his name on it, uh, uh, Mr. Goldberg. He refused to put his name on it, and as they were going to press, the uh, New York Post editors kept pressuring people to put their names on the story to make it seem more credible. But nobody would do it because they didn't believe the sources. Yeah. And Gabrielle uh, Fonro apparently didn't know that she or her name was on the article until after it was published. Um, so like this all leads to just being a big you know, bunch of bullshit, but the New York Post especially keeps bringing this up, and I guess the argument is that if the laptop had been on CNN and MSNBC and, and on Fox News like it was on the New York Post, yeah. then Trump would have won by 10 or 17%, so somehow this was election interference, but again, they can't pr- point to anything that like was illegal. They just—it's all this hearsay bullshit, and apparently, what's on the laptop, um, depending on who you listen to, goes from texts and emails that are are uh, will show that the whole Biden family is corrupt to straight up child pornography, where it shows
1: Joe Biden banging his niece. (laughs) Like that, (laughs) yeah. Listen, (laughs) I'm—I'm just going to throw this out there. I have, you know, I'm not saying that's not possible, but I'm. Pretty sure that they'd at least be smart enough not to put, to, to take pictures of that. That's hilarious. Well, if, okay, but okay.
0: Now, Representative Matt Gates That's, also probably, uh,
1: yep, good point.
0: Also probably a sex trafficker. Um, he apparently entered, um, several of the files from the, um, laptop onto the congressional record, and still no charges. Nobody said anything about child porn. Like, it's just this really weird black box where all these conservative shitbags are just like projecting what they think the Democrats are doing into the laptop.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, but, and then, well, the new, the new thing for conservatives is to call everybody a pedophile that they don't. Right. with.
0: But yeah. So, so like I, I've got a buddy who shares every time the New York post talks about this, he shares it. And I'm like, again, New York post shitty fucking source. And then finally the um, New York times apparently found out that, the laptop did exist. And he was like, see, I told you. It's was like, whoa. I don't think anybody was saying there wasn't a laptop. Yeah. I'm just saying you don't have video of, of Hunter Biden banging his knees, which you said you do have. But nobody can produce. Like, it is the most bizarre thing that will not go away, and I can't
1: understand it. Like... This is the stupidest. This is, I mean, this well, is dumb In the age of leaks than... and whatnot, I just, if if that, if that, you know, let's say this laptop is real, you know, or it is, and it has on it what people said, there's no way it wouldn't get leaked. Right. If that many people have a copy of the hard drive, it would be out there. Steve Bannon would pay somebody a bunch of money to wait six months and then release it so he can distance like there's yeah that's bullshit. Or somebody would hack them and get it or I don't know. Yeah.
0: That's the thing is like, they keep talking about how this is the nail in the coffin for the Bidens, but they're like, but I can't show it to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, it's so weird. And what kills me is like, I, I, and, and this is a larger issue with me that is like sourcing. Like I have a friend that will do nothing but share the New York post stories about this. And everybody else is like, this doesn't matter. This is stupid. And he's like, see, they won't pay attention to it, but the New York Post will. I was like, maybe it's because it's
1: stupid, maybe because yeah, everybody else maybe is right. Because those
0: guys are idiots. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then when he's like, like he, uh, my buddy, he, if is, you
1: can't point to the stupidest guy in the room, guess what? Yeah, it's yeah. you. <laughs> well, and and like the other
0: thing that. it it kills me is like he he loves to do like um opinion pieces in like very republican like he'll do an he'll like share an opinion piece from like the daily caller like see yeah biden sucks like it's an opinion piece by fucking yeah it's like come on guys like there's all i can only share the the media um viability chart so many times before you guys
1: realize that you need to get the sources from the top you know well i just i love it when people share opinion pieces and act like it's like someone's like right. busted out some huge i'm like dude like this has literally the same viability that me saying this does like this right. is just some guy saying like these are the reasons i don't like this guy which is which is fine it's out there but that doesn't prove your point it just proves that somebody agrees with you i
0: mean it's it's about as credible as when grandmother or granny used to tell us we were handsome it uh, happened no no she's right it happened but you know yeah so anyway like I, i'm watching the story and like okay if if it's right You know, like, like everything else, fucking indict him, indict Biden, indict Hunter Biden, invite Hillary, indict Hillary, don't invite her, indict Hillary Clinton. I don't give a shit. But like, all you guys do is whip yourselves up into some frenzy that they should be, you know, hung on the side of the Pentagon. And then when it doesn't happen, you're like, see, everybody's against us. Like, no, you just had shitty ideas and they didn't go anywhere. Because they were stupid. Well, speaking of shitty ideas, let's talk about the January 6th protesters. Yep. or I'm sorry Patriots slip of the tongue um now this will this will uh, this will fishtail into the last uh, object we needed to talk about which is how uh, how shitty of a uh, month year my boy Alex Jones is having but um so we have some new text messages for, that the January 6th committee has apparently gotten. And I think we're over 700. Like, we're starting to get convictions now. There were 700 people charged with the insurrection on January 6th. Now we're starting to get people, um, everybody who pled out, pled out. Now we're going to get some convictions. People are going in there thinking they're going to have their day in court and that they're going to win because there isn't you know, gold fringe around the, you know, it's not really admiral court or maritime yeah. admiral law whatever bullshit, some, some sovereign citizen bullshit, they believe, but we've gotten some text that I think are absolutely hilarious. Um, so you, um, we'll get, we'll get to Jenny Thomas here in a second, <laughs> but, um, Don jr. Apparently was texting Mike Meadows, Trump's chief of staff, uh, November 5th, two whole days before the election was called saying things like, it's very simple. Um, it's very simple. We have multiple paths to control them. We will control the narrative. Uh, the POTUS has to, sur- has to start his second term immediately. So before the election was even called, there's several text messages between Don Jr. and Trump's chief of staff that says that, okay, we're going to fight this. We're not. We're going to overturn this election. Fuck this, right? So the January 6th committee has already come out and said, we're pretty sure Trump committed a crime. We're just going to have to figure out if and when we will recommend him for prosecution." Um, so, it, you know, that's not a surprise to anybody. We're still dealing with the seven hours of call logs that are missing on January 6th that apparently uh, aren't a big deal if you're a Republican. But, you know, what about Hillary Clinton's emails? You know, great stuff. Um, the one that happened before this Don Jr. drop, which I think is even more hilarious, is Jenny Thomas, um, wife of uh, Supreme Court Justice Justice. Um, Oh, shit. I always blank on his name. Clarence Thomas. Thomas. Clarence Thomas. Thank you. Um, Wife of Clarence Thomas is a complete right-wing batshit loon. She has apparently been... um, apparently. um, I mean, she's a a heavy hitter in conservative politics. She's been a conservative activist for decades. Um, It can't hurt to be married to one of the Supreme Court justices of the United States, especially the most conservative one. Um, There's been long, long time discussions about how her actions should require what should um cause justice uh, clarence thomas to recuse himself much more than he does but she's come apparently...
1: up before the, oh, the yeah. thing with
0: the text right yeah I was gonna say, that's not yeah, new. Yeah, yeah yeah this is not new um scalia uh thomas and scalia both had a lot of conservative activism in their their background like they would go do speeches for conservative groups and yeah. all this stuff um liberals always like, we're like, come on guys, you know, yeah you know, if you're going to speak, like speak to a, a group of college kids at some university, don't just speak to the fucking heritage foundation. Like, you know, at least act like you're speaking to Democrats and Republicans. Um, but, uh, it wasn't until this shit came up that everybody was like, all right, dude, you're really fucking up here. Cause apparently, uh, Jenny Thomas has been tect- texting Mark Meadows again, Trump's chief of staff at the time about how like they've got to overturn the election shit. Like, uh, this is the fight of good versus evil. Always looks uh, evil. Always looks to the victor until the king of kings triumphs. Do not go weary. Do not grow weary in well doing. Um, the fight continues. I have staked my career on it. Um, well, at least my time in DC on it. Um, so she sent Mark Meadows a bunch of these these texts, just saying like, you know, we got to overturn it. You, you can't let Trump leave the White House until the army that is going to come and help him is at his back and all this stuff. But one of the things she did was she sent Mark Meadows a video of a guy named Steve Pachinik. Now, do you know who Steve Pachinik is? Uh, I don't, I don't think. Steve Pachinik is a complete InfoWars loon who is, like you said before, you know how uh, Tom uh, um, Hank Hill's dad said he did all this stuff in World War yeah. II? Steve Pachinik says that he got his Ph.D. in psychology while he was be- doing an M.D., uh, in medicine at Harvard while he was working at the State Department. Aww. All of these things happened at the same time. But uh, St- uh, Steve Buchenek says that um, they all of the ballots were, um, now I'm going to be very clear here, Shay, quantum watermarked.
1: Oh, man. Okay, first of all, real quick, we can talk about this later, but... Um... Uh, you know, I'm sure you saw there was a, some some nerds in a lab somewhere said that the Higgs boson or something's heavier than it should be, and right, yeah, that also. But anyway, in that interview, he uses the term quantum froth, and that's my favorite fucking thing in the world yeah. now. But anyway, continue.
0: Well, Steve Pachinik is a longtime Infowars stooge, and he is always just spouting a bunch of bullshit. And Steve Pachinnik says that Donald Trump threw the election on purpose because all of the ballots had a quantum watermark on it. Therefore, they could be tracked where they were at any given time on the planet Earth so they knew who had them, who fit out the fake ones, and how all this went. And really? This this is a video that Jenny Thomas, wife to Clarence Thomas, Justice of the Supreme Court, sent to um, the Chief of Staff of the President of the United States. Now... This is Steve Pachinik This is Steve Pichinic talking on um, Owen Schroyer's show on no, um, InfoWars uh the War Room. So just, I'm just gonna play a minute or two of this so you can hear him say this in real time. Also, nice, on okay. shirt there, Steve. What's
2: happening. Now hey, the let's not knock a I good white shirt.
1: On
0: the
2: Alex Jones show last night was I was not given the permission that I needed to in order to say what I'm about to say now. I do not, not work true. for the federal government. I'm not paid by him. Let me just say again what I said in 2016. There are honorable members of our intelligence, military, and civilian community in the government who understood exactly. I also how would like to say violence. that I know
0: for a fact that Steve can't work his computer himself. There's multiple instances where his wife has to come in and get the feed going for him. Love it. Yeah, it's great. And the democratic machinery is, was, and
2: will be. This is really a sting operation. Contrary to what everybody else said, Trump knew this was happening. Eric knew this was happening and warned the public. I knew this was happening. However, I could not say anything about it. What happened was we marked, watermarked every ballot with what's called the QFS blockchain encryption code. In other words, we know pretty well where every ballot is, where it went, and who has it. So this is not a stolen election. On the contrary, we reversed the entire game of war along the lines of Sun Tzu, the art of war. Trump was brilliant and still is brilliant at it. The reason he hasn't been seen, and Alex correctly said, oh, I haven't seen him in several days. Well, in the art of the war, you pull back, allow your enemy to make all the mistakes that they are making.
0: Like win manipulate the election.
2: the situation, expose them, and then come in for the final killing. And that's what's happening now. None of this was unexpected. All of this was expected. All of this is part of the sting operation we're running. And let me tell you that 48 hours ago, not only did we put markers on those ballots, But I can say now, with the permission of people in the intelligence community and elsewhere, that we have sent out thousands and thousands of national guards to 12 different states, Washington, Delaware, Texas, Arizona, Alabama, and everywhere.
0: So now you have
2: to consider and rethink what this is really about. The genius of Trump is that he is able to pull back at any point and manipulate the opponent without the opponent ever realizing. He has said repeatedly, hashtag steal the vote. That's exactly what he has said for months. Then he made a very clear implication. He said, I will use common sense or my intelligence, i.e. both. Literal and figurative intelligence, and those of us in the intelligence community, be it who they are, again, what I said in 2016, when
0: we exposed oh shut up. I'm not listening. It's—it's it's, it's just gibberish. Yeah, it's—it's it's just word salad. Yeah, um, that's Steve Pachinik for you. It's just all this stuff. Now he has long been Alex Jones's, you know um, prop in the, in that Steve Pachinik did work in the state department. He was an associate director or something at state department. Um, he, um, specialized in uh, hostage hostage negotiation tactics because he was a psychologist, Yeah. but he ended up getting a bunch of people shot.
1: <laughs> and, um, awesome.
0: Yeah. He got, he got some people shot and like, so he bowed out gracefully and now he just, you know, he, um, he just you know does what he does, but he goes on Infowars and gives Alex Jones credibility because Alex Jones was like, hey, this guy worked for the State Department, and he agrees with all the crazy batshit shit I say, so I can't be that wrong, right? And he's just such, um, he's actually the first person that got Alex Jones talking about Sandy Hook, which we'll talk about here shortly. But really,
1: he, yeah, he
0: went on, he went on. Alex Jones and was like, oh, this is all made up. This is fucking, this is such a fucking, um, uh. a false flag they're we're they're going to try to take like he really like threw that little that out there and Alex Jones picked up and ran with it and turned into the the what'll be the downfall of of um of info Wars but knowledge fight has uh, one of my favorite uh um let's see what number this is excuse me um knowledge fight number 340 has that's, that's an episode just all about steve it's the title of the episode and they just go from go from steve's bio and track down all the ways he's full of shit um so that's a good one if you if you're in it but yeah that's the kind of stuff justice uh clarence thomas's wife was sending to the chief of staff of the sitting president at the time trying to overturn a free and fair election i mean you gotta have a hobby i guess yeah I mean, that's bullshit. That's, that's a bunch of crazy stuff, but regardless, we still have a Supreme Court justice that is now clearly involved in the insurrection in the United States, um, and when the Supreme Court, when the, um, option to release Trump's, um, documents about January 6th was up before the Supreme Court, uh, Thomas was the only justice to vote against it. Sounds about right. Yeah, so there's a clear, clear, uh, clear, um, conflict of interest that that he's just not going to deal with, um. But yeah, that's a that's a thing, and that's gonna go. I don't, I don't know where that's gonna go, but it's it's fun. Watching it's not gonna go things. anywhere. Well, there's there, there's actually a very um awaited pause right now. I guess is what I should say. In that the uh, January sixth committee has has done everything but say that Donald Trump should be indicted for the crimes that he committed
1: well, leading okay, up to and now, involved in January sixth. But let's be clear here: that doesn't mean anything. Like, that's just a recommendation. That's like me saying, like, that's, you know, Justin, you should mail me $100 a week for the next six weeks. Exactly. It doesn't mean, it has no legal weight. Now, I guess, I now, I guess whatever evidence, I guess at some point, like, Merrick Garland could step in and, wait, that's not right. Who's the, who's the. You're uh, exactly right, Merrick Garland. DOJ, yeah. Um, uh, So the January 6th
0: committee would recommend to Merrick Garland and they would indict. hand
1: over that evidence, and there then he go. would then it would be his discretion. It's what so like. Very but true. I I keep seeing people like, man, I can't wait till the committee set uh, indict Donald Trump's. Like that's not how that works. No. Like you you know But anyway, sorry, well, yeah. But I just, there, just to, also, I just wanted to make that clear.
0: No, you no, know, very true, very true. The the committee will not indict Donald Trump. They will recommend. Uh, they will recommend criminal indictment to the Department of Justice that will act or not act. Um, I firmly there's, believe
1: there's, they will not act. But anyway, I don't think they're going to act because I think their fear of what could happen is greater than their fear of what did happen, meaning that if they start doing that, the next time a fucking Republican president gets to the next time there's a a more conservative head of the Department of Justice, they're going to be worried about them doing it. Like, it's just going to start a pattern of the party in power persecuting the party out of power. And I think they're more scared of that happening. Um, I'm not saying that's a good reason not to persecute him or, or prosecute him. I'm saying I think that's why they won't do anything because they don't want to set that precedent. They don't. No, nobody has the balls to be the guy to set that precedent.
0: I I I will agree with you on a coin flip. I think on, it's a coin flip. Yeah,
1: unless unless the the January 6th committee has some kind of unless they have some kind of like like the kind of evidence that you give to Merrick Garland and he objects like I have to prosecute this. Like this right. is so blatantly illegal. I have to do something. Right. I don't think anything will happen of it. But anyway, well. I
0: know that in 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 the um, civil and non civil cases in New York, the current DA in New York, I believe, ha- has declined to prosecute where the one before him wanted to prosecute, and. That's the same thing. Like, everybody's everybody's kind of, like, taking this pregnant pause because, like, nobody wants to pull that trigger. Nobody no. wants to be the first person to indict a former
1: president. Now, I'm sure because... once that – if somebody does pull that trigger, then fucking it's the, going to be the Wild West. All bets are off and all these people are going to well, be coming out but of But here's, here's my goes. thing. Like, I,
0: I, I hear what you're saying, and that nobody wants to set that precedent because then we'll just go back and forth. And I'm not – again,
1: I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just saying that's why they're not doing it. Right.
0: But I hear friends be like, "Well, if we're going to indict Donald Trump, we should indict the Clintons." All right, have at it. What do you got? Let's go. Yeah, we, we got like 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 they they the way that they worship Donald Trump as a as a goddamn false idol is not the way I would say the
1: vast majority of Democrats, quote unquote, no. the left no
0: worship worship biden or you know well
1: it's that meme that's like hey look hey look with that beam you see where it's the guy's like hey look my guy won watch me not wear a hat and bumper hat stickers for the next five years. like right that that is that is uh that's very true that's a very like yeah there's there's people like that uh there's always people like that that are you know the super fan but generally speaking democrats don't do that That on the no. left they don't do that and like it as soon as as soon as if someone came out with some objectively bad shit about biden most people like all right fuck that guy get him out of there get him out of well, there I'd, uh, you know I'd make kamala harris president she's a black lady democrats love that
0: yeah well and and, and one of the things that I, I hear a lot they're like well you just voted for biden because he's a democrat and i was like no because the other option was a guy who is a is a racist piece of shit. And I, are like, Oh see, there you go. Just calling him racist without any I was like, No, you didn't ask for my back you know, would you like me to ask you to justify that? Yeah. Here's this, here's all these instances
1: of him yeah, being Donald a super Yeah, Donald Trump, Trump started his political
0: Yeah, Donald Trump started his political career on birtherism saying that Donald, that Barack Obama was not a legal president because he was not from this country. Uh you know, what was that one thing that's different about Barack Obama mm. that was different from the other forty one fucking presidents? Oh, I'm sorry, 43. You know, like, Donald Trump did racist shit to start his political career. He's a racist, you know. And there's, I mean, and then, like, you know, I was talking to our buddy Corey. Like, all the way up to and including he tried to overthrow a free and fair election. Like, there's all these different reasons I can give you that I would vote for uh, Joe Biden again over Donald Trump. All you got is, you know, Donald Trump's awesome. Like, everybody else is a pedophile. Like, you have this these completely irrational statements where i can give you like actual fucking numbers like right off the top of my head uh 6.9 million jobs have been created under joe biden in the four years donald trump was president we lost three million jobs first president in history to go negative for an entire term now did we have a global pandemic then yeah but i thought he could fix anything so that's on him yeah exactly i uh he was the businessman.
1: Yeah, he's...
0: What did he say? Only I can
1: fix it? Yep, only I can fix it. Although, uh, it still doesn't matter. uh, The fucking Democrats are going to get shellacked in the midterms. That is a
0: very, very viable option. I will not panic until we have all of our... um, primaries out of the way because there, there's some really weird primaries yeah, yeah right there's now. some weird shit there's a, uh, there is whatever cool. the hell's
1: happening in ohio with jd vance and that whole prim-
0: that is insane
1: and again it, it you know because i'm not a content creator and i'm just going to point to other podcasts that are better at this than me um i think it was the I mean, daily
0: let's just say that we're not taking anything off the top here so let's help other people make money yeah
1: exactly um i think it's the daily i don't know um, but anyway, they just interviewed some guy who was talking about how, like, yeah, things look like right now. Things look bad for the Democratic Party, and part of that is historical precedent. precedent right. That you know, the first midterms after election, that party loses, you know, sees whatever, right. and like, everybody's if like, it, "Fuck you, fuck you, my guy lost." Yeah, so, oh, exactly. Yeah. That that's a thing. But the, the the map is more fair than it's ever been right. previously. Ironically, because the Democrats have finally started gerrymandering like the Republicans do, <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. So, like the, the net fairness is higher, but on a granular level, it's it's still not very representative right. or fair. <laughs> right, right. The, when
0: when the when the when the um and now there's still like three or four court cases right now. North Carolina's one I can think of. I think there's another one in Georgia. Um, uh, everybody listening, all twelve of you, don't don't yeah. hold me to this, but I think they're Hi, mom. But yeah, but uh, hey, Logan. Um, but uh, but um, where was I saying? Oh no, there, there's still some maps out there that have been kicked up to the courts, and they're like, "Hey, this is this is really shitty." The Republicans drew a map that was just completely you know out of bounds, and the state legislatures and state supreme courts like, "Come on, you can't do this." And so there, there's some maps that are getting kicked back, but. Um, after the, the 2020 census, Democrats were just like, holy shit, we're going to get steamrolled. You know, <laughs> yeah. Repub- the Republicans are in power. They're going to draw the maps. We're going to get completely fucked, you know, proper fucked. And like you said, Democrats were like, all right, fuck it. We can play this game too. So like where – Um, oh, shit. I can't remember the two states. I, I want to say it was like in Pennsylvania, the Republicans were going to like take two seats. And the Democrats in Illinois said, all right, fuck it. We'll create two seats. Yeah, like, suck it, you know, nerds. Yeah, like it, it's not in. It's not like it's not like state to state that they're warring. It's like state versus state. Like, okay, so uh, a completely democratically controlled state like Illinois, who like, all right, fuck it, we'll just make up seats if you're going to take seats away from us in you know fucking North Carolina, we'll, we'll just put them back up here, you know. Yeah, fucking. Um, I yeah, can't it's, say
1: it's, I it's, hate it. It's, honestly, it's, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's not interesting,
0: great, but yeah. Well, as a scientist, I can tell you that you know we have. Uh, algorithms that can tell you the vote differential and how gerrymanders, gerrymandered the district is. Virginia is one of the worst where I think the numbers I heard last time were Democrats won 55% of the votes but got, like, 35% of the seats.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, hearing shit, like yeah. shit like that makes me not feel too bad. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when
0: you hear that, like some serial killer, like got hit by a bus. You're like, man, that's unfortunate, but oh
1: well. He did kill fifteen boys. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Mm. You know, that's not All that right. thing. Like, look, like, kind of like how when Rush Limbaugh died, I was like, hmm, yeah, that's
0: a shame. That is a shame. It's a shame I won't get to. I won't. I won't get to punch him myself. Yeah, right in his stupid fat face. <laughs> Big fat face. Punch those pills um, right out of his mouth. Right. I mean, he wouldn't fill. He's all hopped up on pills. That's true. Um, all right. Speaking of pulling the trigger on prosecutions, my boy Alex is getting the trigger pulled.
1: <laughs> uh, now, this I actually have been following. And I saw that he offered all the families $120,000 settlement. Exactly. And they all told him to go fuck himself. <laughs>
0: they did. They were like, you can cram this right up your pee hole. Yeah, that was you go awesome. To hell. Okay, so I have done a pretty deep dive into this, mainly because I wanted to know what was really going on. And um, because. um, okay, so moral of the story is Sandy Hook happened, a unbelievably tragic shooting in the United States. Twenty six small children, grade school children um, and some teachers were killed. And Alex Jones went on his radio, you know, his transmission um, and said it was a hoax. It was all done by crisis actors. Uh, they were all paid and then proceeded to defame the parents saying their kids weren't dead and they're making money and all this horrible shit the, man do
1: the, you think isn't it amazing that he like okay so I know for a fact that if you were, let's say you or I had a kid at Sandy Hook and this happened
0: oh I like would, I, 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 a I would
1: I, dude I would just be cruising around his neighborhood until I saw him and then I would get out and I would gladly get it. I would just beat him within an inch of his life like it I, is... I cannot believe nobody's done that. I mean, I'm well, sure Alex you have security rolls and all that. Yeah, shit, Alex but... rolls
0: deep with security because he knows he does this shit. Yeah, um, Alex talks a good game about how he used to beat everybody's ass in in high school, and you know he's that he's that Spartan warrior. That's yeah, those 60 stories pounds are fun. Overweight. Well, you know he's he's that couch potato dad that has a Punisher sticker on his car. Mm-hmm. You know he might not be in shape at all, but you know when you get him mad, he sees red and he's just a killing machine, right? Yeah. Um, well, he he talks like that a lot, but he he rolls three deep with security wherever he goes. He's he's not gonna. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get. Alex Jones is not gonna put himself in a position where you can fight him in a bar. That's I No, yeah, but yeah, I just.
1: Because like, I just like I you know, okay, and this is super fucked I mean, up, to like I, I know where you're coming from, like, Shay, because he it's goes his for a walk down the street and he's got a security with him and you you're in your fucking Dodge Astro van, and you're like, Alright, fuck it, Fafump. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, up, you
0: know, the the Woods cast is not does not endorse killing Alex Jones with his satire. Man.
1: It's hypothetical. Satire. Um <laughs> but like I'm just amazed nobody's done that because grief is like such a powerful thing. And it's just, I, like, you know what I mean? Like it's. Well,
0: let me just say that I'm not going to speak for the the families of the Seneca, the Seneca kids, but I have to imagine that in those years right after that, they had so much more to worry about that's and true. deal with and sort through than that. It wasn't until many years later that well like i was saying alex jones went on i guess what this really means all,
1: is on a personal level i keep hoping i'm going to flip open ap and find out if he's been hit the car accident
0: uh, well that hey okay that's that hey you can you, they, hey nothing about the first amendment says you can't hope for alex jones to get hit by a car okay yeah um but he's gonna get he hit tomorrow result. and i'm gonna be on a list <laughs> yeah well true uh, <laughs> hey I, I i try rachel loves to watch these you know murder shows on yeah. on a andy and all this and i keep Stacked. telling her It's yeah, exactly. Snap. Oh, I love snap, but motive. It's so easy to figure out motive. And once you get motive, it's pretty easy to find evidence. Yeah. Um, so, um, luckily nobody, um, you know, no, uh, Logan isn't going to tell anyone. Let's put it that way. Um, um, but like I said, Alex defamed these family members, which, okay, that's bad. But then what happened in the years following that is that all of Jones's crazy, um, friends and, um, and fans, would then harass the absolute shit out of these families saying, you know, you lied. Why would you lie? You're such liars, you know, come to their houses. The one, the one, the one story that isn't even the most like problematic story, but it, it just kind of killed me about how uh, entitled these people felt. It's like, you know, the, the, the Sandy Hook parents were confronted in public. Like, why are you lying? Why don't you tell yeah. what, what you, you know, they were confronted in public and, and sometimes violently. Um, but the one that really like stuck me was like one, um, you know, Sandy Hook truther was arrested because she was on, uh, um, on the property of one of the Sandy Hook families, like looking through their windows. Like she just walked up to the house That's and started insane. just pressed her face against the window, like she felt that that was that was okay for her to do. Like she was she was entitled enough to do that, you know, and. So these families were terrorized. And they finally said, fuck it, we're going to sue Alex Jones. Alex Jones was sued. Now, I'm going to say twice because I can find three listings for, for lawsuits in Connecticut. And I can find three listings for lawsuits in Texas. I think either one of the lawsuits in Connecticut was dropped or merged with another lawsuit. Because now I can only find two. Um, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not good at this legal research. Because it's all just buzz, you know, bells and whistles to me. But so they were... At least two um, Sandy Hook lawsuits for defamation. There were three lawsuits in Texas for def- defamation. And Alex Jones is staring down the barrel of two unrelated cases um, that don't relate to Sandy Hook. One case was a um, Mr. Gilmore. Um, do you remember the um, Unite the Right rally? Oh, yeah. And the, the car that um, you know, killed that poor lady? Yes. The... Um, the man who filmed that was named um, Gilmore, Brandon Gilmore, if I believe, and he filmed it. And then Alex Jones said that he was a CIA plant and Gilmore is suing him. Um, That's why uh, Alex Jones knows to keep that name out of his mouth. Um, And then also, um, uh, um, Fontaine during the Parkland shooting. um, Yeah. Alex Jones and his crew, um, took a man, um, um, Oh, man I think his name is Adrian Fontaine I I okay. know I
1: know who you're talking about I, I could be messing yeah. up, I could be
0: messing up the first uh, first name I don't have it right in front of me my computer's going super slow um, but yes uh, mr. Fontaine they took mr. Fontaine's picture somebody put it up on Reddit somebody just put this guy's picture up on Reddit Jimmy you all right he's coughing and, and, and farting nice yeah, yeah. Jim um So, um, somebody put Mr. Fontaine's picture up on Reddit and said, This is the Parkland shooter. And uh, Infowars just took that picture and ran with it. So, Mr. Fontaine is suing Infowars um, and Alex Jones, and then so is Mr. Gilmore. Those cases are. Yeah, those cases are down the road, but the ones that are that are gonna come up this 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 uh, April and summer are the two Sandy Hook cases and the three um, cases in Texas. Alex Jones was defaulted on one Sandy Hook case and three of the, and those three Texas cases, meaning that he's already been found guilty. Um, he was found guilty defaulted because he refused to cooperate with discovery. Um, the Sandy Hook families were trying to prove, very rightly so that Alex Jones continually har- harped on the Sandy Hook as a fraud because whenever he did so, his numbers were better. All of him, you know, him selling his yeah. bone broth and butt plugs and
1: all that. Um, awesome. So his, you know, his tactical taint wipes. And um... Justin, I just want you to know that at some point in your life, you're going to get a butt plug that has Alex Jones's head on top. And I it's going to have a nice little display case. And I want to see that in your house somewhere.
0: I'll put it, I'll put it right there in our uh, China cabinet. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, so, so, um, he was defaulted because he didn't want, he, he did not comply with discovery. Um, and basically what he didn't want to show them was the financials that probably proved that yes, his numbers went up whenever he called them, uh, liars and, uh, you know, called it a false flag. Um, so that's what's going on, um, with that. I mean, that's, that was the result of those cases. Um, Subsequently, the depositions that that he and his employees have done have been disastrous. He they get up there like Alex Jones will go on a show and be like, "We're right, 90 of the time. Like we have all the information right here. The the mainstream media just won't put it out." And so when they're asked to provide any of this shit under under oath, they're like, "I don't know." Yeah. I, oh, what are you talking I about? That was that was satire. You know. I can't do that. Yeah. Right. So you can watch all of those depositions. Those are they're on YouTube. You can watch them. Um, I wouldn't recommend um, watching the absolute depositions because they're they're oh god they're like four and five hours long a piece. Oh no, they're real de- actually
1: watching a deposition is brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. What
0: I would recommend is go to my favorite podcast, Knowledge Fight, and they have what they call formulaic objections parts mm-hmm. one through six now. Where they will go through the the um, go through the depositions and make fun of the Infosys employees, you know, super plus, and break it down and be like how fucked they are, you know. You said this online, you know, like there's so many instances of like um, they asked Rob Dew, who was supposed to be the, the corporate representative, yeah, like hey, uh, we're you able to find this video. He's like, no, I can't find it. It must have that so, whoever gave it to me must have deleted it, and the lawyer's like well, do you know how I got it? And Rob is like, I don't know. He's like, you gave it to me. (laughs) Awesome. He's like, so you either exploited it, which is destroying evidence, or you didn't go find it. And he's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, the, the, the place where they're supposed to have all the answers, they got nothing. And so those depositions have been disastrous. So in the last couple of weeks, Alex Jones was supposed to sit for a final deposition on the 23rd and 24th. Alex Jones says that he was too sick to uh, attend these depositions and that he was under a doctor's care. Now, the doctor he's talking about is an anti-vax loon, and I shit you not, Shay, his name is Dr. Marbles. That's his actual you're, fucking you're, name. You're
1: fucking making that up. Dr. Ben Marbles. That's Googling. amazing. Oh, um, that makes so, me so happy. Yep. So, Alex Jones is like, The only thing Dr. better Marbles. than that, that, I'm picturing... In my head, Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. Hi, everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: You're not that far off, man. <laughs> did you, not go that to, far did off. you go to
1: Hollywood Upstairs Medical College too?
0: <laughs> you are not that far off, man. This guy is whack job, but he's one of um, Alex Jones's anti-vax right? So, so he's on. Now, what fucked Alex was? Um, he's apparently supposed to be on bed rest per Dr. Marlborough's orders. Yeah, but. While his lawyers were in, now this is, you can look this up on YouTube too. You know, Connecticut, you know, live streams their, their court shit because now it's all online. While Alex Jones's stupid, stupid fucking lawyers were in court with uh, the doctor, or doctor, I'm sorry, the uh, judge in Connecticut trying to explain that Alex was too sick to appear for his depositions. Alex Jones was live on air, you know, going on some anti-trans rant. That's amazing. The actual court proceeding in Connecticut stopped so they could all get on their phones or YouTube or whatever. The the judge was like, I don't care how you look at it, but we're going to take a pause here so everybody can go and watch InfoWars for a couple minutes and come back and and discuss.
1: Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, because like... Uh, Alex Jones's lawyers are like, Yeah, he's too sick. He can't do his show. He can't he can't do the depositions. He's he should be on bed rest. And the and the Sandy Hook parents lawyers are like, Well, that motherfucker's on air right now. And uh um the Jones's lawyers are like, Well, I can't say really if he's broadcasting from home or his office and Sandy Hook parents, office office he's there, you know. Like, they're just all over his ass. The judge was all over him. So the
1: moral of that story I hope is hope his lawyers are getting paid very well. Well, but they're they, probably why, well, cause like I imagine, Okay, Shay, if you work Shay, for Alex Jones, you know who you're working for,
0: you, you know who you're working for, you know what you're getting out of it. Um, these and
1: I bet hours. if there's anything he makes sure he has money for, it's his fucking lawyers. Well, if I
0: was his lawyer, I would not do anything on a contingency basis. That's true. Like, like, no, you're, you're paying
1: me up front. Yeah. Cause I know you're going to get, you're going to be a pain in my ass.
0: Right. Now, put a pin in that, Shay. We're, we're going to circle back to that little thing about who's paying who. Um, but, like I said, Alex Jones. Aww. Jim's over here whining because he thinks it's, it, he should be fed. And, uh,
1: Well, uh, Ripley actually hasn't been fed since this morning. And as you can see, she's just sitting on the uh, floor next to me looking at me like, well, I'm dying. So, yeah, I'm you'll, you'll dying. survive, Yeah.
0: You're gonna hear a, 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 you're gonna hear a small woof. as my my spear leaves my body. Yeah, but okay. So Alex Jones skipped these depositions, didn't show up. Said he was super sick. Turns out he had a sinus infection, which I've gone to work with sinus infection. Hey man, um, sinus
1: infections are fucking rough sometimes, though. I mean, they suck.
0: Don't get me wrong. Right. But
1: uh, yes, the audience gets air- to listen to me feed my dog. Deal with it. <laughs>
0: But if you were if you were on air uh, shouting about how trans people are coming for your kids, you can fucking yeah. sit in a room and, and do a deposition. So the judge gave Alex an increasing fine until he sat for the deposition. He was going to be fined. I think it started April eighth. He was going to be fined twenty five thousand dollars, and then Monday he's going to be start, charged fifty, then Tuesday seventy five. The, the fine was going to go up twenty five thousand dollars every day. Yeah. Until he sat for the deposition, so he sat for it. Um, Man, when did he? Oh, he sat for the fifth and sixth. No, I'm getting my. Yeah, he sat for the fifth. And sixth, I'm sorry, I, I I got my days wrong there. He. Uh, yeah, he got fined. Um, on the thirty, uh, he got fined on the, the the first and the third, and he sat the fourth and fifth. Um, but he sat for the deposition, so that happened. That's fine. But um. Uh, one of the one of the, uh, the things that was kind of a gut punch is the uh, Sandy Hook families were like, hey, we sat through hours of painful depositions for his lawyers. Um, he needed to sit down and, and be deposed by our lawyers. And I never stopped to think that Alex Jones's fucking stupid-ass lawyers were going to sit down and depose the Sandy Hook family. I, 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 I just cringe at how that would have gone over.
1: Yeah, that would have... Yeah, that's... <laughs>
0: yeah. That would have been rough. But, because of the deposition... Good. Deposition, Shay. I found out some absolutely amazing things. So you've the, the guy you saw talking to Steve Pachinik was a guy named Owen Troyer. Um he's a he's a um, Alex Jones wannabe. He has the show The War Room after Alex's show. So Alex goes from eleven to um oh man, I guess eleven to three PM and then from three PM to six PM Central Time is Owen Troyer's show, The War Room. And what he does on that show is basically an Alex Jones impersonation. He reads headlines reads headlines, lies about him, blah 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 blah. Well, he is included in the Sandy Hook lawsuits and this is for the best reason, Shay. Is
1: he the same has so, he hosted InfoWars and in Alex's ass? Yeah, okay.
0: okay. Okay, that's the obvious, Yeah, he, that is. he he sits in for he sits in for alex from time to time and the reason he's included in this lawsuit is cuz he sat in for infowars on a sunday and that sunday just barely was in the statute of limitations of this lawsuit it's <laughs> awesome day. like this dude was 48 hours away from never having to like never being involved in this at all and he subbed for alex this one sunday and now he's fucked just completely fucked and during uh, owen's deposition the lawyers were like, "All right, we're gonna fuck with this guy a little bit." And um, one of the things Owen likes to do is he likes to do that whole like man on the street thing, where he like asks you a question that makes fun of him when you don't know the answer.
1: Yeah.
0: So he would he would go to um, he would go to uh, Biden rallies dressed in all kinds of Trump shit, and they'd be like, "Why are you a Trump supporter?" He's like, "I don't know." And they'd be like, "Well, you're anti-women," and he'd be like, uh, "Name one name one woman who's accusing Trump of of a sexual assault." And the people like, well, I don't know their names. There's like 13 of them. He's like, well, you're not informed, are you? So you should shut up.
1: So I mean, I will say, say I love it when like John Oliver does that same bit at oh, yeah. Trump rallies, oh, but like, don't don't get me wrong, it's it's oh, right. all performative, it. and like, right. I, I I always want to see the behind the scenes footage from like, the same thing for this guy or anybody that does that bit. How many times do you ask that question and they just fire off the answer? And you're like, well, fuck. I oh yeah, can't use that. you just get
0: owned. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, you know, you know, you just get completely just just steamrolled. But, um, so, you know, they, uh, they, uh, showed, um, they showed Owen doing that for a while on video and they're like, Hey Owen, why don't you name one of the kids who died at Sandy Hook? (laughs) And he was like, uh, I don't know. I I didn't research Sandy Hook. He's like, but you've been talking about it for years and you don't know any of their names. He's like, no. He's like, well, I guess you're not informed then. You should probably shut up about Sandy Hook. And Owen was like, I guess. And then they were like, do you see where I'm getting my, my, my question structure from? And they showed him a video of him doing that at like. Uh, Biden rallies. He's like, and he, on 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 camera he goes. Well, I tip my hat to you,
1: sir. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. I mean, that's um, the only reaction you could properly have, honestly. Like, I right. kind of, I kind of, um, you know, right. I I would expect him. Maybe it's because he's not that smart to be like, well, I'm, I'm playing a character when I do that. It's a bit like <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you know, there's, Right. There's that would my you know. There's plenty of people that answer the question that we don't show because that doesn't work for the joke. But he's just right. like. All right, cool. <laughs> Got to respect that. Yeah. Well, one, and,
0: and like we said before, uh, Owen Schroeder is part of these cases that were defaulted, meaning that there is no defense or not defense. The, yeah. the judge has said, you guys are guilty. Now the jury will just decide how much you owe the Sandy Hook families. And so during the, the – and this was, this was the part to just I, – I, I rewound it and probably listened to it three times because I was just flabbergasted. Um, the Sandy Hook lawyer asked um, – Owen Schroer he's like, do you know that as it is now, the judge has removed all options of you for, for you to defend yourself in this case? And Owen Owen just pauses and is like, well, I know it now. Yeah, <laughs> You just told me. That's amazing. And it's like, whoa. And like, okay. And then he goes on and says, all right. Did you know that your lawyer's. Not not so and so like the the Sandy Hook lawyer literally points to you know you can you can hear him and you can hear him in the the deposition go like not Mr. So and So over here he's I believe he's representing you well but your previous lawyer Mr. Jackass the Honorable Mr. Jackass do you know that you were you were you were given discovery and this lawyer never told you about it and Owen's like no so apparently. The, uh, whoever Owen and had representing him was given a letter of discovery and he just didn't tell Owen about it. So, like, just complete malfeasance, right? Yeah. And so the Santa Cruz lawyer goes, have you thought about suing your previous counsel? And he's like, and he goes on to talk about, like, the logistics of it. And, and Owen's like, hold on, can you back that up and, and, and like, rephrase that in, in a you know, less lawyery way? And he yeah. goes, have you thought about suing your... your previous counsel because they clearly did you a disservice. And I was like, no, I haven't thought about it, but I guess I could look into it. And the the lawyer's like, well, I think you should, because they did you wrong. But I also <laughs> want to be very, yeah, I also want to be very clear. Any money, any money you get from a lawsuit like that, we will consider an asset and we will collect. <laughs>
1: and I was just dumbfounded. I, I, so they're intended to be like, fuck you. But
0: yeah, he's like, like you want to see... You. You want to sue your lawyers? You, that's not going to make you whole. We're going to take that money too. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. And you can almost, you can basically just hear Owen go, like, well, I'm fucked. Just fucked. Now, Owen Shorey doesn't have nearly the assets that Alex Jones has, but what they're going to do is they're going to take every dollar he has and make it so he can never buy a new car again, ever. Yep. Yeah. Which I'm fine with that. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Now, last but not least, would
1: you believe that Alex Jones might be trying to hide some money now, Shay? Mm, no, he seems very, he, he seems very upstanding in that way. I can't believe that. I mean,
0: as a patriot, he would stand up and take, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. Take take his lickings, right? Yeah.
0: Well, right after, um, uh, on the, I think it was the 7th or 8th. After all the shenanigans about him sitting, not sitting for the deposition, uh, news broke that the Sandy Hook families are suing Alex Jones a second time <laughs> because now they believe he is uh, he is hiding money from them. Uh, according to uh, this is above the law dot com. According to above the law dot com, as soon as Alex Jones was defaulted on these four um, four uh, court cases, he started moving money around to the tune of 18 million dollars to himself out of the company. And a um, subsidy that is, and I quote, it's called PQPR Holdings. That's a, a company.
1: PQPR Holdings, and I quote. And you know, I would be is, shocked if he hasn't been, I mean, I guess I wouldn't be, but like you would, I would think he'd been planning for something like this for a while. Right. Like, right. but well before Sandy Hook even happened. I mean, I'm sure at some point somebody told him like, you need to get some money because you, you keep saying all this dumb shit. Right.
0: In my opinion, I saw it more as a Brewster's Million situation. Like he was just going to blow it all and be like, "Yeah, I got nothing. Oh, um, <laughs> you can sue me all you want. I got nothing." <laughs> right. But apparently, as soon as he was defaulted on these four cases, a um a, a funnel company. Uh, I'm sorry, Info um, Free Speech LLC, which is the parent company that covers Infowars, started funneling a shitload ton of money to a a different company called PQR. PQPR Holdings, which is, and I quote, owned and operated directly or indirectly by Jones, his parents, and children through an alphabet soup of shell, shell companies. So not only do the Sandy Hook parents know where the money is, like, ha- know that he's moving money, know, they have, like, the estimates. Apparently, as soon as he was defaulted, uh, Jones, um, on top of his $600,000 salary, he was pull- he pulled $18 million out of InfoWars, I'm um, sorry, Free Speech LLC, the parent company. And then this, this PQPR Holdings suddenly remembered that Free Speech Systems LLC owes them $54 million, and so they started collecting on that debt, which is a little bit more than all of InfoWars' assets. So out of nowhere, they're like, hey, you owe us all the money you have. That's
1: and fucking so now incredible. That's, so Jesus now,
0: Christ. So so now for the last couple, you know, since September of 2021, there's been this steady stream of money in all these different directions out of InfoWars, um, L, not InfoWars, I'm sorry, Free Speech LLC. Like, if you didn't see this coming, you
1: had to be headless. That, I, mean, you know? that's, it's, I mean, I guess... I... Somebody has. To, I'm sure the prosecution's like, "Oh, here he's doing that thing we knew he'd do." You know what I mean? Like, I, it's, I, exactly. And the fact that they know the families some are of just the like names... no no, 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 no.
0: Well, the fact that they know the names and the rough dollar amounts tells me that he's a proper fuck. Like, if they even know that, they know how to find everything else.
1: Yeah. That's so... that yeah, that would be. Oh God, I just. Oh man, I just. I can't, I want to. I can't wait to see what happens to him in the next few years where like you just start seeing him because he'll start popping up on talk shows or, Oh yeah. He'll dis or he'll just write. I was canceled. I was canceled. Yeah. Canceled. Fucking so good.
0: Well, Shay, do you want to take a bet on what, um, what the take was from the paper of record in West Virginia, WSAZ on Alex Jones? Right.
1: Oh yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I'm sorry, the
0: comment section on their website. Let's, this will be very specific. Yeah, the
1: comments. I was going to say, I don't follow WSAZ's news sites or any of that, except for the fucking crazy-ass comments that they get.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's There were,
1: like, several people there
0: that, like, I was just scrolling through, and they're like, you know what, you guys shouldn't, uh, you yeah, know, this is just wrong.
1: Alex Jones is innocent. You're just taking his money. It's wrong. I was like, fuck you. It's really hard not, like... Like i I used to get into arguments with those kinds of people on the interwebs and it's it, it's like a personal like a thing that I'm stro- like quitting cigarettes. It's a thing that I strive to do to not engage with those people because it there it never goes anywhere, but god it feels just so fun to do sometimes.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's 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 cathartic. It yes, really is. It is does cathartic. it does it
1: get anything done? No. Not at all.
0: Not at all. But um Yeah, I was I was I was I, I mean, I went on there. I didn't go on there with the idea that I was going to, like, change anybody's mind. But I was just really fucking, like, really taken aback by how many people like, hey, you guys are picking on Alex Jones. Like, do you guys not know what the fuck he did for five years? Like, how he's ruined these people's life I mean, um, Leonard Postner has moved ten times since his son his son was murdered because Alex Jones keeps telling where he lives. Yeah. And so it's just oh, ah. so amazing. So amazing that that people live in that level of delusion, but whatever. I still think they're going to make a great Transformers movie. Um, I mean... Bumblebee is good.
1: Bumblebee was decent, man. Like, I I don't remember what the next Transformers movie is supposed to be, but it's not These Michael course. Bay. Yeah, but it's not Michael yeah. Bay. Nah, that nah, is like, about
0: out. Well, speaking of which, that's a great transition. What, 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 what are we watching now, Shay? What's the fun stuff we're doing?
1: I am... Balls deep in Picard season two, so good. That shit is can we, so fucking can we talk, good. Can we
0: can we talk about can we talk about Allison Pill singing? Uh, who's she? Allison Pill is uh, Agnes. Uh, oh yeah, Johnny. she's she's
1: she's she looks very smart. She she um, had her
0: ideas out.
1: Yes. Okay. So here's the thing, man. Um, I cannot stress how much it blows my mind how good Jerry Ryan still looks. Yep. Like, and that well, comes because, like, everybody, every person has that, like, celebrity crush, like, that that one person they saw in a movie or a show or maybe a music video, a famous person that, you know, taught yourself some things about what you're into. And that was Jerry Ryan for me. And, like, I remember the first season of Picard. I was like, wow, this woman is, like, in her 50s and has she has, like, four fucking kids. Now, let's say this. It's probably pretty easy to look that good when you're super rich and you can work out all the time. I right. get that. That's like literally part like eighty percent of an actor's job is working out to stay in shape. I get that, but like it's still crazy. Like,
0: well, uh, listen for all the listeners who are not familiar with Seven uh, of Star Trek Nine. Forger, Sorry, yeah. Go Google Seven of Nine and just look at the outfit they put her in back in the nineties, and you'll understand why Shay's parts were very yeah yeah. That was
1: yeah yeah. It was ridiculous, and 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 like. But also, she was a good. I mean, character. even today, looking back at that you're that like, outfit, you're like, really, really, guys. Well, that's the really? thing, but that's why I love Seven of Nine so much as a character because, like, she was clearly fan service, sexy lady. But then her character turns out to actually be super awesome and badass, and she's a great actress. Well, right? and also
0: not notice that she's in this fan sexy lady yeah. outfit. Like, yeah, like she. You could have put Seven of Nines character in a bikini, and she would have been completely oblivious to that. Yeah,
1: that. Then that's part of it. Yeah, but it's I don't know. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah, she looks great. Uh, uh, Agnes, Can that say, actress. Um, yeah, Alison Pill. I was I was,
0: uh, so in 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 the it's uh, so a spoiler alert here, Today everybody. On...
1: Opinions from white guys in their thirties. Hot ladies yeah, in right. sci-fi. <laughs> yeah,
0: hot ladies in sci-fi. Um, but no, Alison Pill is an actress I know from the newsroom and a couple other things that she was always really good in. Uh, fuck, know, her,
1: that's where I know her from. Right, yeah. Alison oh, Pill is from the fuck. She,
0: yeah, okay, okay. So in, in, you know, spoiler alert here, uh, Picard episode five, I believe. You're talking about um, the ball gown, right? Yeah, yeah so, yeah, yeah. well, I'm, I'm not talking about the ball gown. I'm talking about her goddamn voice. Like oh, in what the, in the scene, that, is that actually yeah. her though? That's her. Nice. So in the show, uh, she has she has been uh, she's been co-opted by the board queen. They kind of share in her consciousness. The board queen wants to take control, but Agnes won't let her. There's a, a kerfuffle with security, so the you know the team is is a little bit compromised, and so the the board queen's like, "Well, let me shut the lights off, for everybody." So she does a you know classic sci-fi nanotech elect- electromagnetic pulse. And shuts down the power in this big ballroom. And so to take the uh, take the um, interest off of her friends, Agnes goes up to a balcony and, excuse me, starts to sing um, Linda Ronstance, um Shadows of the Night. And she belts it out a cappello for the first couple lines. And then, then the band starts to join in and she sings the rest of the song to you know, finish it out. And I'm like, I'm over here going, that can't be her voice. That can't be her. Who sings this? Like, that Allison Pill did not just go up there and sing that, and I looked. She sang it. She's like, "Oh,
1: I love to sing." I'm like, "I am floored." Watch that episode. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a uh, and spoiler alert, but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, it's really good. Um, the first season of Picard had it, it was we. It was awkward, not in a bad way, but in a way. The lot of honestly, a lot of first seasons of any show before the show finds its footing and how, how, how far
0: how far in the space do we want to go what what are what are our limits here what are we you know what what is this show where is the show going to going to be in this already established canon yeah and that's and, what season and honestly
1: was. especially star trek like generally speaking the first seasons of most star treks are not great like uh, that's true for next gen that's true for uh voyager That's especially true for voyager uh it's true for deep space 9 to an extent All of them. They all do that, and then in season two or three, they find their footing, and um, and then it's good. Uh, That's just how Star Trek rolls, for whatever reason. Well, the
0: fan base kind of settles into okay, this is this is this
1: is my this is this vein of Star Trek. But yeah, no, I I I, but it's great. I'm really happy about it. They've announced that the third season is going to be the last season, and they're going to bring in most of the cast from the next gen. So like, right? I've
0: seen that. Basically
1: everybody but Will Wheaton. Um and uh, well, that's How great. He, do we know why? because yeah. he just not want to do it? I don't know. I mean, technically, technically, Justin, his character is traveling through dimensions of space and time with the traveler uh from Star Trek. Nemesis, or maybe what's it? What, well, he shows up You're in making a, this. Up. Oh yeah, dude, he shows up in an episode of Next Gen, and then that character shows up in a movie later on to like pull will wheaton out of our universe it, it's a whole fucking stupid thing but i really think he just doesn't want to do it and i oh, yeah man. i think they're going to have a lot of i don't know then it doesn't matter but then they're going to cancel it after. well he's doing he's doing, the, he's doing the show the ready room yeah. that's the after yeah, show. yeah so Picard. he's already all over it so um yeah. uh but anyway yeah so three season three will be the last season and that's fucking perfect because patrick yeah. stewart is like 82 okay and he looks damn Speaking good age. but yeah uh, thank you when we're 82,
0: we're going to look like the Crypt Keeper
1: compared to Patrick Stewart. Asterisk, and, assuming I make it to 82. <laughs> there Yeah, yeah. That's a big <laughs> fucking big asterisk. A big if based on the, a lot uh, of what I've seen me do. But,
0: but that's the other thing is that when we started the show and they're like, oh, we're bringing Patrick Stewart back to play Picard. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And I'll leave that old man alone. Yeah. Like, yeah, why are you doing this to oh, him? Oh, can and, we talk
1: about it? I can't remember his fucking name off the top of my head. But the dude that plays Q is still fucking crushing it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I, yeah. I just I fucking love that shit. It's 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 great. Um and then also yeah, so, Halo series is dope.
0: We're going to get to that. Don't worry about that. But um so so my my initial problem concern um was that Patrick Stewart is old. Mm-hmm.
1: He's very old. And um he uh, God, how old is he right now? 80, he's like 81 80 or 82? Picard, the character, is in his mid to late 90s. He's like 94, 95. Uh, and Patrick Stewart, I think, is 81.
0: Patrick Stewart is 81 years yes. old. You're correct. Patrick Stewart is 81 years old. So when we started the first season, I was like, all right, I don't, all right UK, how are we going to do this? Are, are we just going to have a dawdling old man, Picard? Are we going to da-da-da-da? Now, I would like to say, for the record, um, Picard does show his age. I'm sorry, so Mr. Stewart shows yeah. his age. And Picard also shows his age. He's also in his... Uh, Picard's supposed to be in his 90s. Patrick Stewart's A1. They're, I mean, he looks frailer than he did when he was in his... Fucking, when he did Star
1: Trek Next Generation. That's just how time flows yeah, in the Yeah, but version. like, you know, the other side but of it, I think it works for the character. He brings though. it. He brings he it. He brings it. And he even has that line in the first season where after he says it and things start going up, he gets a little bit more empowered where he says, I haven't been living, I've been waiting to die. Like yeah. that's his thing. Like that's, but you're, but I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty cool to see him. Um, I think in the he still brings it. He still in the original Star Trek canon. I think Picard lives to be like 120 ish. I, yeah. I don't remember. And, and
0: also, also, we're we're still, you know, I, I mean, Star Trek: Next Generation was our generation of Star Trek. Yes, and of course, we of course watched the we of course watched the original Star Trek on you know reruns, but. You know, the Next Generation was on TV when we were, like, watching TV and growing up. And so, like, that's our Picard, and, you know, you you know, he would rough and tumble, he'd fight, he'd, you know, he'd punch people and fire phasers. Now, you know, that's not what this Picard's going to do, because he's in his 80s or 90s in the show, you know, quote-unquote. But, like, when it's brought close, and you let Patrick Stewart act the role of Picard to another person, or be the captain, be the, the friend, be the... the be the role model. Like, he just nails it. Like, he's still there. He still delivers that that essence of Picard that's so perfect. And as you were saying, um, John DeLancey. Yeah, John DeLancey, who plays Q. Oh, he's v- so good.
1: In that first has- episode when everything goes all weird, because I had seen the trailers, but I forgot he was in it. And Q was one of my right. absolute favorite characters ever. Um, I You know, he turns into a joke at one point. But generally speaking, I fucking love Q. And, uh, like, there's one point where he tries to marry Janeway, and boy, it's, it's a whole thing. But anyway, um, fucking, uh, when it, it... John DeLancey, uh, 74 years old now. Yeah, and then when, when, when Picard is like, you know, it's a real close-up shot on his face, and he's like, what's going on here? And then you hear Q say, oh, Mon tan I literally stood up and was like, yeah! That, oh, yeah. Because that's, like, his quint... Oh, I fucking love that shit. He always called Picard, God. Up, and then he, then he's like Mon Damn it, Q! <laughs> you know. Yeah,
0: and and so that was the end of the first episode, I believe, where mm-hmm. you just hear Q's voice offhand. Now, when you start the the end of the second episode, this is where I think it really nailed it for me. Was that um, you? It starts the episode. Uh, Picard's standing there, in his his you know, there's been a, a time woo fuckery. Everything's different, but only Picard knows about it. Um, he hears the voice of Q say, "Oh, you know, El Capitan." He turns and sees sees Q. As Q was in Next Generation. No, no.
1: He, oh yes,
0: no, you're right, you're right. He does. He, and he says, well, hold on, let me catch and up. And he snaps and his he fingers. And he snaps his fingers, and he becomes himself as his aged person, and it's perfect.
1: Yeah. No, that's, it's perfect. That was so good. That was, yeah. yeah. I, I was so really worried the they fence? would try to have Q be like, like, you know, de-age him the whole time. And that was, right, but, no, no, no. But then they did that, and I was like, oh, it's perfect. So,
0: yeah, and the and the part of the and and one of the main plots of of the second season is we are we are uh, visiting by
1: Doctor Soon. Well, no, it's one of his ancestors. Yeah, it, well, it's... oh. Uh... Yeah, because the, the the it's like Angus, it's like it's an A name something soon. It's like Adam or Angus, I don't remember. What, but the guy the guy in the flat in the when they're that that's one of his ancestors. So it's not Dr. Soon.
0: Oh man. Yeah. We're, I'm going to have to look into that. But it is a Dr. Soon. Yes. Who is the who is the um, creator of course of, of data Played by Brent Spinner. All of them are played by Brent Spinner. Does an, an amazing job of portraying himself um, as the, you know, creator of Artificial Life, which is. Excuse me. Um, which is the. In season one, it's the cyborg that he creates. Yes. named Sing. Sung. What the hell's her name? But anyway, he, he uh, In the first season, she was she was artificial life that was banned because of the artificial, you know, the cyber Adam Sung.
1: Adam Sung is an tester. Soong Sung um, is the guy that made Data. There just you. just sorry, you. I had to I had to clarify that.
0: And um, but in the first season, he uh, you know, created, um, he created uh, androids that were banned. Uh, her name was Daj. In season in season two here, he in the twenty fourth century he is cloning people or I'm sorry, he is cloning his dead daughter. And we find out that he is he is aligned with a cue because every time he clones his dead daughter there's a fail a failure, something, you know, liver failure, whatever. His current daughter is like in her mid twenties, but if she goes outside she dies. Yeah. So it's it's so good. It's so good that it almost um, it makes me wish that um, Halo and Picard didn't come out on the same night because it fucks. I get hung over. I'm hung over every fucking Friday you
1: know, morning. You know you can just watch them on different nights. Shut up. Shushy, shushy. That's... I
0: got a whole bag of zip. I got yeah, a whole okay. bag of shush whoa, right whoa. here for you. Oh, I,
1: I, I am. I am so far outside the box. I'm so sorry. Like I haven't seen. So the other thing too is, is I'm behind. I only watched the first episode of Halo the other day. So now there's two episodes I haven't seen, and a Picard yeah. takes priority for me. Um, but uh, Picard has a
0: different vibe. Uh, That's my go-to. You can't,
1: yeah, yes, oh, man. I just, I. <laughs> The Halo series is so weird for me because it's, in some ways, it is such a literal adaptation of the game. Like, when it cuts, like, that that first scene, I, I again, I cheered because I honestly expected, I, I haven't followed the Halo at all, the series at all. I didn't know who was in it. All I saw was the initial trailer. I was like, oh, that looks fine. I'll watch that. It's on Paramount+. Plus which I apparently have been paying for for, like, two years through Amazon, had no idea. So, okay, cool. There you go. Yep. So, that's a thing. Um, and I was like, alright, whatever. And then I watch it, and then, like, I'm expecting like, okay, the first episode is gonna be a bunch of bullshit, I'm, Master Chief's gonna come in at, like, the last second of the show, and then it's not right. gonna be still episode two or three where something cool happens. No, 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 no. Like, Ten minutes in, the Covenant are blasting children with their plasma rifles, and the effect right. is really cool. And then there's that scene. We're, t- we're talking splattering, like people. splattering people, like just just parts. Uh. It it was way more violent than I expected. And then, uh, um, you know, because the games are violent, but they're not like they don't have dismemberment, and gore, and things like that. It's not like that, so I just didn't expect it's a, lot that. a lot of splash damage. Spl- yeah, the, I didn't. The guy falls no, down. Yeah, it's whatever, um, you know, but. Jesus, man! And then, the, then there's that fucking scene where, hey, Master Chief just drops out of that ship and just lands, and proceeds like, like a stone, and just proceeds to whip everybody's ass. It's so much fun. um It's it's got, well uh, and, It just feels like, like a the, really, the, really, the... really high budget fanfic, and I'm totally fine with it.
0: Well, and I will tell you, I tell you what made it. Oh, that's a great point. It does. It feels feel like, like a fan a yeah, it does feel like, uh, especially that fight scene. It looks like a, a fan short
1: that you would yeah, see online, but with like, like a lot of money behind it, you know. Because and everybody's like, "Why are we not doing this?" Yeah, and then it cuts. It cuts to the first person, and you hear the shield noise. Boop, 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 boop. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, I'm so on board up. for this. It's so good." Well,
0: also like, not only does Master Chief land like a stone, um, start commanding what he calls Silver Team, which is the three, which are the three Spartans that that are in his detail. Mm-hmm. Um, he commands them, to, like engaged, and then like one of them's like, I got over, I got over, I got over a shield, and like she hops up on a on a wall and starts like with a sniper rifle running around just fucking capping people, and I I saw all the trolls online be like, oh yeah, so the Spartans know to shoot and, and deplete their shields. Why didn't the people know that? It's like, well, because the people saw these giant fucking monsters bash through the door and start splattering the people. I don't know. Maybe they had a half minute going, oh fuck, what's going on here? You know, the Spartans the Spartans knew exactly what to do. Just like you do in the game, you deplete the shields and go in for the kill. Like that's what they were doing. And yeah. whether the Spartans were doing it from a distance or like Master Chief was like kicking them in the face and hitting them with the back of his rifle to get the shield down so he could shoot them.
1: Well, that uh, was the first he, time the um, the uh, that colonists had seen the Covenant because that one nobody knew what they were. But then that one the the chicks the the girl her his her dad has a one offline of where he said, I, I may have to go back and rewatch ah, it where he's so, not her dad. It's, it's one of the, somebody other is like something, like, something, something. I thought this was just propaganda. So like right. they had heard about it, but not said it to any anybody else. So they didn't know, like they did or not probably know
0: the, the, UN, the UNC were like, Hey, we're fighting these other guys over here. And people were like, Oh yeah, yeah we're whatever.
1: whatever. Oh, I'm fighting aliens. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But,
0: but there's, and I don't know, I don't know the, um, Oh man, I can look at up real quick. I don't, I don't know all the, the Spartans names. Um, But, uh, the other Spartan, the other, so there's uh silver team is, is master chief and then two female Spartans and a male Spartan. And, um, yeah, there's right after, right during that fight scene, there's the male Spartan who, um, in the, in, in silver team, he, uh, he lands, uh, sees two, sees two, um, elites closing in on some, some, uh, Colonists and he uh, holsters his rifle, picks up a big fucking metal pipe, and, and receives the beat them to where he impales with it. Him
1: with it at the end. Yeah. yeah,
0: he beats one to death with it, and then impales the other one after he's got their shields down. And he just picks it up off its feet. And, you know, like, everybody's like, "Holy shit!" And then uh, one of the complaints I saw online was that the the elites didn't seem to have any weight to them. They're like, I they, mean, they, they, people they are gonna just... bitch about everything. They're you know, whatever. I know, but I was like, did you not see that one shoulder a uh, uh, jeep over? That was yeah, heavy. I I don't,
1: and I I have this argument, I've got a couple of friends who are like real into Halo and Halo lore, and like, that we always, after like six beers, have this argument, somehow we (laughs) always come back to this, and that like, they're like, Halo is so original, and and I've noticed the trend is they're younger than me, um, it's like, Halo, it's like, no dude, Halo the game is derivative of every sci-fi concept and shooter that came before it, which is not a bad thing. It's just, it, it just takes it all better. these different options and it polishes it up. It puts it in a nice package and it throws it out there. Like, you know, and they're like, well, you know, Halo was the first game to seamlessly move between indoor and outdoor environments. Well, that was pretty much like fucking Hexen did that. Red, Red Faction did that, whatever. Right. But the story is the same way. It's, it's a genetically engineered super soldier that defends humanity from an alien like that's I, I I don't you know so like I don't know what people expect from the fucking show like the show needs to look like the game and sound like the game and it fucking does it feel it's great I fucking love it
0: well I'll even go I'll go I will farther. pedantically
1: yell about this for hours if you let me oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: don't get me wrong I'm gonna have arguments about this in bars for years now mm-hmm. um but I would also like to say that when I, I I know you said that you did not pay attention to um uh, anything about it and the only thing i knew about it was that um Pablo, Pablo uh schreiber um brother of uh the other guy, the guy who played fucking um uh
1: sabertooth oh um yeah yeah i, I can't think of his name in x men i was just reading about that him the other day but yeah 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 uh, i got it, i got it right yada yada yada, yada. Oh, man remember how cool that first x-men movie was the first time you saw it and now yeah and now yeah. if you and now after it's not fair but like now after all the marvel movies and everything you go back and watch this and you're like holy shit this sucks well that sucks. suck well it could have
0: been so much better yeah. well yeah. even at
1: the time though everybody's like okay that was pretty cool but like it could have been better um whatever his brother brother his yeah. brother played saber but uh Pablo
0: schreiber schreiber I'll probably pronounced that wrong no schreiber fine. he's like six five He's a big guy. Yeah. And he is not opposed to putting on some muscle. So when, when they said that Pablo uh, was going to play the role, I was like, all right, we can do this. Because he's a big dude. And because basically, um, if you have, a, if, you have a, if you have an actor that's 6'1", he's going to look huge on a set. Because every, all the other actors are going to be around 5'10".
1: Yeah, and let's be now, clear. That's an inch shorter than me. And how much shorter than you? Like two, three inches? Which? Well, 6'1", you're 6'3", okay. So, like, yeah. like, that's not an unreasonable size, but if everyone around you is 5'1", you look like a fucking monster. Exactly. Yeah,
0: it, yeah if all the other actors are going to be five, if all the female actors are going to be 5'6", and all the male actors are going to be 5'10", five, five, they're going to look like a goddamn monster. And also, you put him in platform boots and a fucking, um, you know, Mark, Mark 7 armor, he's going to look like a goddamn juggernaut. And that's exactly how it comes off, because they're so big. Um, it's, it works. But, it uh, looks so cool. Like it's it... and the one thing I'll say about the armor is that the like looking at um uh Master Chief's armor Master Chief one one seven looking at his armor I would definitely have like because you just want everything to look so badass I would have chose a different color of green but they picked a shade of green that looks very much like the uh, original mm-hmm. Halo game yep. and it almost looks bad it looks like it could have been a, a more well, okay so know,
1: here's the thing and that tactical green it's it's uh this this show has the issue that a lot of shows i've seen lately have where you can clearly see where the budget was spent there are certain scenes that look oh, yeah. incredible and then the other ones look like complete dog shit. and it, it, it's fine it's a tv show i don't expect you know whatever but it is you can see and like i think a lot of the budget went to the costumes and the set is not like the 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 oh, robe yeah. and shit because all you the, the are great. all the fucking ships and the warthogs and all that shit looks great but then it cuts out to like a wide shot. And instead of a matte painting, it's like not great CG. It's I don't know. Yeah, It looks rad. Did you watch,
0: did you watch any of the wheel of time? No, but Um, I've um, seen a few
1: examples of that thing from that show. Like, Hey, here's how you can tell the show doesn't have a lot of money. Look how good this looks and look how shitty this looks. The witcher does that a lot.
0: Yeah. The witcher does that a lot. And one of the things that really stood out to me about the wheel of time, which having read, I don't know, I want to say at least half of the books, it, it nailed the feeling of that show and all the actors are just bringing it. Everything about it is great. I, I really love the vibe. I haven't it's seen it. back for. It, it's it's really solid. It's super solid. But like you were saying, you can tell the parts where they just didn't have the money because there's a fight scene in the woods and they only have, I don't know, maybe half a dozen people on camera at any one time, but it's supposed to be two armies clashing together.
1: It's it's such a like. And fan, let's be clear, yeah. even Game of Thrones did that shit. Yeah, like oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, distinctly yeah. remember uh, one of the early uh, earlier episodes uh, I watched uh, back when it was airing, and uh, I remember thinking like, okay, it's like there's supposed to be this big battle, um, and then one of the characters it like shows the tent, like the camp, and then it cuts to the guy walking into the tent, and being like, man, what a battle that was. I think it's Lannister, the, I think. I think yeah, yeah and he's like what you about that the, was. You so, have
0: the giant establishing shots of all the armies and then they years, just then for, like, All right, we're uh, good. Yeah, yeah, and then you, and then it's a bunch of uh, uh six guys against six guys shots.
1: You know, yeah. but I get it. That's why it took, you know, a de- you know, a generation to get Lord of the Rings on film because it's just not, you know. I get it. Um but still, it's <laughs> I love that shit. That cracks me up. Well,
0: not I, I, not not no. To change subjects too much, but I've been listening. I've been listening to the Wizard and the Bruiser some more, and then I just listened to their uh, Attack on Titan podcast.
1: And oh man, I need to finish the most recent season. That show's so good.
0: I know, I, I, I do too. But I also would like to, to, to postulate that uh, uh, Holden is correct. Wait, which one's Holden?
1: It doesn't matter. I haven't heard the episode.
0: All right. Well. He's saying that like we are on the cusp of a like anime influx into movies, like just like how Marvel, like how Disney and Marvel struggled at first, but once they found the the once they found the formula to turn comic books, into oh, movies, the
1: sweet sauce, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Once they once they found the sweet sauce of how, how to turn comic books into movies, they just pounded them out. He's like, we are on the cusp of somebody figuring out how to turn something like Attack on Titan into a movie that just catches fire, and then the floodgates will be open.
1: Yeah, he's probably right. Um, so here's the thing, though, is that that. Do you mean. Specific- and then somebody can explain to me
0: why the fuck Evangelion ended the way it did.
1: Um, well, uh, Evangelion. and... Um, uh, Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, pu- I'm pushing my metaphorical glasses up my nose right now. Um, it's, they kind of already do that in Japan. Like, there is a ton of uh live action uh anime adaptations um the bleach one is okay there's a full metal by alchemist one that's okay there is an attack there's two attack on titan movies that objectively are not very good but they look fucking awesome um yeah like because the guy i want to say the guy that directed those attack on titan movies it's it's a uh, part it's just attack on titan part one and two and it's more or less the first season ish of the show um it looks really cool it's got a nice because the guy that directed it directs music videos um yeah so but but like substantively it's garbage um so i mean they they're still i mean in japan they're popular but i can't think of a single like that ghost in the shell anime was or adaptation didn't do very well
0: and no, that was a real no.
1: western take on that shit so yeah yeah i don't know i don't know I, I,
0: that they just haven't found this the, like you said the secret sauce hmm.
1: Yeah, it's close. It's real close. You might be right on that one. The Japanese at uh, live action, one, I think it's kind of cool because it's like a lot of weird, well, like people, actual people on set with miniatures, cut with. I don't know. It's strange. It's they were they were talking about that. And they said that like the
0: they um, when they did that live action uh, movie, they talked to the creator of Attack on Titan, and they're like, we really want to change all this stuff. And He's like, cool, do it. Like the the story's been told. Do whatever you know. Do something new. I don't. I, I, yeah. Yeah. No, go nuts. Right. No. All right. Well, I think we should wrap this up at this point. I've uh, taken up enough of your time. We've talked quite a bit about Picard. Everybody should watch that, and and you should catch up on your uh, Halo shades. Yeah, I need to watch uh, that,
1: and I need to watch. Honestly, I've been doing that. I've been kind of. Uh, I, I had this uh, a very good friend of mine um, recently got into anime, and he and he's uh, he's requote. The quote uh, retired at like twenty nine or some bullshit or thirty, you know he's you know between jobs but with money so he's just like oh, I'm gonna watch all six hundred episodes of Naruto. Fuck this shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so I have been fucking diving real hard into anime and that's specifically why I stopped. I started watching. Halo. I was like all right, I gotta watch something with people in it. Like I gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta watch something that's not anime. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's it's a uh, I, I know that the uh, Young Justice. I think it's season. Four. Ooh,
1: did that start up yeah. the the. The la- or is this yeah i think
0: season three I, like i'm behind no, the whole so there was season four
1: and the, i don't know because there was the last one i remembered had all the like uh like uh superboy is air quotes dead or whatever at the end of the see i haven't watched it yeah one. so i yeah i don't i think but i think the next half i think it started airing again like there's new episodes past yeah. what i've seen yeah i need to get back into that now that uh peacemaker's over yeah it's pretty good that that young justice yeah. is pretty good
0: no, it's it's held up, and they're talking about seasons five and six or whatever. Like they're 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 into it. So, I mean, it's it's probably been the better animated thing that DC's put out in a
1: while, and they put out some good shit. It's so. the best thing I've seen since that Justice League cartoon on Cartoon Network. Oh. Yeah. Like unlimited. Yeah. No. 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 That that's the second one. Uh, like, yeah. um, Justice League was where like the card the world of cardboard speech comes from, and then that ended. Yeah. And they had Justice League Unlimited, which was because like, like the original Justice League was like three or four episodes of a single arc, so it's like a bunch of mi- each season's kind of like a mini movie. And then Unlimited is the one where they bring in like 500 characters. Oh and yeah, it, yeah, there's yeah. There's not as much. It's not as serialized. It's like each each yeah. each arc is like one episode each or two. So um, yeah, they're but they're all fucking awesome. The Question is dope. I can't wait to see the Question in a live action movie. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: He was so good. He's he so, such a, Jim, such, a a dick. such a I love that Such fucking a fucking good
1: character. And like I was reading about him in the comics, and apparently he's just one of those characters that's just kind of always been there. Yeah, yeah.
0: And they're, they're like, he pisses everybody yeah. off. They're like, "Well, we should go do this." He's like, "Or should we?" Or should we? Like, goddamn it, <laughs> fucking nerd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Shay. Well, as always, it's. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy this. We enjoy the fuck out of doing it. You can hit us up on everywhere you find your podcasts you you found it now so good job uh if you have any questions comments or concerns anything you think shane and i should watch and comment on i think i think that would be fun to do um as always hit us up it's at twitter is at uh, woodscast 1776 facebook is also at woodscast 1776 and then uh shoot us an email it's the woodscast 1776 at gmail.com because fuck alex jones entire shtick we'll be doing this before uh, long after he's uh hopefully in the poorhouse It's not that hard, Alex. You just don't have to defame people. Yeah. Yeah. That's really easy. That's really easy.
1: Man, how... One last hypothetical discussion. What would, like... How crazy would it be if you just got an email one time and it turns out of all the people that listen to our show, one of those dozens is Alex Jones. Oh, <laughs> if, if I can confirm oh. it was actually
0: Alex Jones being like, "You need to watch your fucking mouth." I'd be like, oh. be the best thing ever. would you like?" Be like, come "Would forward, you like buddy. to come on to my
1: podcast, Alex?" Yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. And I would call him a fucking, I would call him a fucking Nazi to his yeah. face over and over again until he, until he got off the air. Um, but as always, I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Um, Shay, say goodbye to nice people. Goodbye, nice people. And as always, remember what Captain Hydra says: seize the means of production. Seize them sees them good <laughs>